Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. It's Greenland, like being Amish, but with more ice. Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. I'm just saying, we need a street team. We need a street team to work for free and sp- spread the word while oh. you're spreading your cheeks. While you're spreading your cheeks, spread the word. No. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Leanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. Balls <laughs> on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Happy Friday. It is the Christmas Eve best of edition of the program. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Panama Ted is here. Yes. Fine producer of the program. Very enthusiastic. That is that wow. is what we call Yuletide cheer. Yes, he's, he's been bringing to the program. Sucking on the nog. <laughs> that he has. Happy holidays. You know what I just realized? What's that? I did not get Leanna a gift. I didn't get her one either. She Ted never gets anybody a gift. No, I don't. So all three of us didn't get Leanna a gift? No, but I heard she may be getting us a gift. So what's that? I'll be on the lookout for that. Her quitting. <laughs> Say, no, that's, that's, that is her gift to herself. It's just <laughs> quitting and not being a part of this show anymore. I think we need to get her something. We should have got like some, because I bet she would be, I don't know. I think this would be right up her alley. Some kind of limited edition vinyl of a Bjork album that's maybe a little obscure. She probably already has it. Yeah. But if it's limited edition, maybe she missed out know. on when it went for sale. And I mean, we'd have to go on eBay and pay like seven times what it's worth. Well, see, but- I was thinking before the show, maybe we'd get her like a gift card to a restaurant or something. But she only goes to places within three blocks of her house. Right. So we have to Google her address and then search all the restaurants in that area and then pick one of those. Or we could just get her like, you could get her one of like a Visa gift card or something. And then she could just take it down to the local liquor store wherever she does her shopping and just <laughs> get it right there. Because I don't know what's, I mean, maybe she's got a giant grocery store three blocks from her, but if not, she might be one of those people who shops at the bodega. Gets herself some Nutter Butters and a fifth of Jack and says, that's dinner today, baby. I think you've cracked Leanna's code. I'll tell you what. Well, Merry Christmas to everybody. We're obviously not live. This is taped. And if you're going to a celebration, give our best to the family. We hope that you, if you don't have any family members who listen to the show, you spread the word about the show. I'm sure your elderly grandmother would love to listen to us three hours a day, every single day. Yeah. Maybe the way you do that is not walk up to Gammy and say, hey, Gammy, Merry Christmas. Go to hell from Common Man and T-Bone. Maybe don't do that. Maybe she'll enjoy that. Or maybe she will. You're right. Maybe you got a saucy grandma. Ooh. You go to hell. And then you both put on liquor pants. Leather pants. Leather (laughs) pants. And drink your liquor. Well, hey, hey. liquor pants. <laughs> By the way, you just Happy came up with Christmas. You came up with two great band names there: Saucy Grandma and Liquor Pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, 
One of those is either the band name, the other one's the tour name. I don't know which is which, but we're doing that. Well, I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday celebration. Hopefully, we can keep you company for the next three hours. Ted, what is coming up on the show? Well, I'm just going to tell you that we have a collection of stupidity from earlier in the year. This is probably from like you know springtime through summertime. A lot of the different uh, you know segments okay. that we had that were very entertaining. Let me let me crack the code <laughs> on what Ted's saying. Oh, man, I don't know what I put in this show yet. We're recording this two weeks before it's actually aired. I'll figure it out. So you don't know what it is? Well, I mean, I could throw out a few things if you want. I mean, there was a great segment we did on Nickelback. We're going to play that. And, okay. Uh, I so. don't remember it. <laughs> you, you sort of uh, compared them to Hard Rock Beatles, I believe. Oh, Lord. Okay. I All forgot right. about that. And good. That's a way to bring the family together no, to see, start some controversy. You're taking me out of context no, is not. what you're doing. No, we're not. All right. I remember it. Is that all well, me just praising Nickelback? Yes. You bought a pinball machine and there were some adventures. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No kidding. With that. Still hearing about that yeah. one. <laughs> you ate some expired snacks. And oh, right. That was right after yeah. you guys got into the building. But yeah, you were we, still working at home. This was for those who've not been keeping up. I mean, obviously, we've been through a bit of a weird couple years, but... We spent a good amount of time in our houses doing the shows. There was a time where Mike got to come back in the building, but due to corporate policy, only one person per show was allowed in. So I was still at home and you broke into the uh, expired stack. Man, it's room a good and- thing all that weirdness is behind us now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, great to be out of the pandemic, Man, guys. No it's really great. I'm glad we're done with it. All right. Is that it, Teddy? We and then re- the rest is a little thing called you'll see. Yeah, well, we also rebranded the show as the fan afternoon show. Do you remember that? I don't remember. No. Okay. Well, hey, this is good. Well, we can listen back and all. actually find out what happened. Right, I don't so remember you know that. Yeah. You'll listen and then we'll listen too because I've forgotten 90% of this stuff. Have a wonderful Christmas. Enjoy the next three hours. Common Man and T Bone, best of crap starts now. Merry Christmas. You're listening to Common Man and T Bone. I, uh, full disclosure to you. May have some intestinal difficulties Oh, during the show today. Well, we played a game today. Teddy and I played a game. What was the game? Uh, well, we have a, an employee lounge here at the building, mm-hmm. which uh, has been evacuated, abandoned since everybody went home. Mostly yeah. the salespeople used it, and the salespeople have not been back to the building here. And so their lounge has been abandoned. But what they have is they have refrigerators full of pop, right? Sure. And they, they have snacks out there that you pay for on the honor system. You take a bag of chips and then you, you know, leave some money or you just steal it. Oh, whatever. Yeah, either way, right. But there's a bunch of chips up there and bad for you treats. The area has been totally abandoned since last March. They have not restocked anything. They have not thrown anything away. And so Teddy and I went up there and we decided to sample some things that have long been expired to see what kept the best. And I got to yeah. tell you, I was a little surprised by the results. What happened? Well, I had a pre-pandemic bag of Cheetos. Uh, the bag expired in February of 2020. Wow. And I, I so that was not... almost expired before the pandemic was even well, over. Pre- that's that was... why I call it pre-pandemic I see. I Cheetos. Thought you, yeah, yeah, that's that's no good. No, well, I, that's what I thought. So I, I, I grabbed one of those. I grabbed a bag of Skittles that expired in February of this year. Okay. So much more recent on the expiration. I got some Starburst, which expired last November, and some Pop-Tarts, which... 
oddly enough, have not expired yet. (laughs) The crap they're putting in those pastries. My God. Right. So so all of those now, as I understand it, for those type of dry goods, most of that is expired freshness and taste will possibly be compromised. But it's not supposed to be like, you know, growing mold or something on like a Starburst. First of all, nothing was moldy. All right. Nothing. we, We tried all of these. Nothing was moldy. But what do you think the freshest was of all those things that I just mentioned? Boy, you know, the thing you'd want to think is the one that's not actually expired is the Pop-Tarts, but I'm going to guess that's wrong? No, actually, they were very fresh. Okay, Pop-Tarts were great. They were packed full of preservatives, very fresh. Good to know. Frosted strawberry, can't beat it. I remember the days, kids, where frosting on your Pop-Tart was just a dream, and now it's the norm. Oh, yeah? You you remember the plain Pop-Tarts? I remember the plain Pop-Tarts, yes, and I remember when I specifically remember when they came out with frosted Pop-Tarts because my mom never let us buy Pop-Tarts, ever, ever. Yeah. And I remember at the grocery store, I came up to her, I said, look, Mom, they're new. And they were fr- they were frosted <laughs> Pop-Tarts and I thought she was going to have a stroke. But I yeah. knew in that moment, if she never let us buy the regular Pop-Tarts, she's never going to let me buy the frosted Pop-Tarts. Right. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. And that's I'll- why I committed her to a home last week. Just punishment. Can't blame you. So the Frosted Pop-Tarts were good. They were good. Now, I told you pre-pandemic Cheetos expired February of 2020. These are over a year Over expired. a year past the expiration date. Oof. And you would assume that would be the worst. Well, I'm not going to give anything away. But then we had uh, Skittles expired in February of this year. Yeah. And uh, Starburst expired in November November of 2020. What's next on the fresh? I'll say Skittles were next. Skittles were not next. Uh, Skittles were hard, tough to eat. Oh, the Cheez-Its were next? Cheetos, not Cheez-Its. Oh, Cheetos. That totally changes the dynamic. Yes, it's Cheetos. Still, those were next? Yes. Wow. Tremendously fresh. Really? It was like eating a fresh bag of Cheetos. I mean, it's not like we're talking about a spongy, soft bread product that then might accidentally get hard. I mean, they're Cheetos. They are already dehydrated and crunchy. That's what you want. You just don't want them to be like chewy or... No, I thought maybe moisture would get to them. Nope. Sealed up. Sealed up. Crunchy. But think about the snacks that people probably throw away. Maybe you've seen Cheetos that are expired. You're like, oh, it's expired. You throw it away. No. Don't do that. You can eat them. They're just they're they're just saying they're not as tasty. Well, they were pretty damn tasty I'm, to me. I'm going to guess the skills are the worst. Now that you've said the starburst the were the worst. Starburst, starburst were, the worst. were completely inedible. Wow, could not eat them. They would just rip your teeth right out of your mouth. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah, they must be. There must be some kind of expiring product in them that allows for that chewy goodness. Because once you get, yeah, I'm not a big fan of like chewing the starburst, but. That's on a normal good Starburst. So if you get ones that are like too hard to chew, no, I would be out on those completely. So I ate all that before the show, which is never a good idea. Yeah. And so Teddy was with me and we're leaving the lounge area. We got all these snacks and yeah. Teddy's like, hey, man, you going to pay for those? Said, no, I'm not going to pay for them. They're all Someone expired. Already, those are already been paid for. This room for. has been abandoned. These are all expired. Those are, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Man. In the refrigerator, they still had muffins in there. Oh, there was some no. caterpillars oh, on those muffins. Oh, no. Those need to... Why would no one clean that out? The building... 
10 TV has actually been like people in yes, it. There's for, functional people. In the, well, there's people. I don't know if they're functional. Well, you know what I mean. The it's building been has been functional. Right. That's. I don't understand why they wouldn't have a cleaning crew just come in there and take all that out of there and just throw it all away. At least the fridge. But you know what the kicker is? The refrigerator that they have the muffins in. Mm-hmm. They took the time to lock that refrigerator so no one could eat those muffins as opposed to just throwing the muffins away. I don't... I, Never so they underestimate put laziness. How do you even lock a refrigerator? They're, they're a little... You know, they're, they have the little key locks in them. I didn't know... I didn't... I, I've learned something new today. I did not know you could lock a refrigerator. I had no idea. These are special... Refri- these are Dom okay. Tiberi special refrigerators. Because apparently if you didn't lock the refrigerator, <laughs> Dom would just be eating the moldy muffins. <laughs> Don't throw the muffins away now. Lock the refrigerator. I need someone to clarify for me because I didn't know about this. My parents keep pop in the house, but they don't drink pop very often, if at all. Yeah. They keep it in the house because they have, you know, sons with families who come over and we will occasionally drink the pop. And obviously we hadn't been over there in a while because the pandemic, but before pandemic, we'd gone over once and my mom had said, Oh, check that pop because it might be expired. And I said, what are you talking about? Pop expires? And I looked, and sure enough, it was. It was expired. I have a story about that. Does it, does it actually, like, can you die if you drink expired pop? I don't think you're going to die. It's just not going to taste good. There's probably a period of time where the taste wears away. But I had a friend in high school, Chris Clark. He worked at the Coke bottling plant mm-hmm. in our in our town. His enti- His job in high school was he was the guy who supervised the cans coming back into the factory to get new expiration dates put on. <laughs> so so they, they would take they off the old, the old expiration date. They put the yes, on. that was his job. New expiration date. So is and that I just said, a psychological said, thing? I don't know, but I said, so does it go bad? He said, well, yeah, in like, you know, 10 years it'll go bad, but... <laughs> Not yet. So we just well, put right. new dates on. I assume if you've saved like a souvenir from a team winning, you know, they make those like yeah, commemorative pop probably cans. Probably crack that open. It's not very good. If you've got an 85 Bears Pepsi, Bear. you know, may, maybe maybe that one's a little rough if you were to open it and try to drink it now. But yeah, a year old Mountain Dew, I would hope is not going bad. I would hope that's that's not a problem. I would think you'd still drink that. All right. So I ate all the pre-pandemic all Cheetos right. and stuff. So if I have massive squirting during the show well, I, I hope you don't that would be bad for all of us no people. that would be good radio actually i don't really care because i'm miles away yes, from whatever's gonna happen care. to you so go ahead do whatever you gotta uh, do ted <laughs> ted <laughs> that's right keeping you entertained with our vast selection of hot takes and play-by-play for over 25 years proud to be your home of the buckeyes the fan ohio sports destiny Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. You know, there's an explosion, Bone. Okay. Somewhere? Or what do you mean? I'm I'm telling you a story. There's an explosion. There's an explosion in ticks. 
Oh, ticks? I didn't know that. Yeah, ticks? ticks are out of control this year. Oh. Because it's like, hey, Corona doing better. Watch out for ticks! Because we always have to look at something else that's going to kill us. I like how Sam Kinison is delivering the news now. He's like, did you want a tick? Well, that's too bad, lady! You just got to deal with that Lyme disease you got now! Like, why did Sam Kinison do that? No, I read I read three stories during the break. One is tick explosion. Yeah. And we're all going to die from ticks. Uh-huh. The other one is how they found a new coronavirus in bats. Oh, <laughs> The God. new one. Why? Why? And how there's another respiratory ailment making its way through the oh, American South. I don't want. That people should be worried about. I don't so, want any of that. Just put a gas mask on and call it a day. <laughs> but... I'm with you. They're saying that ticks are all over the place. You have to protect yourself from ticks. Lyme disease can be very bad. Ticks carry diseases. And here's some advice for you. This is from a tick expert. Okay. Ticks don't fly or jump like fleas or anything. The only way they can get onto a human is through direct contact. They do this by waiting at the edge of a blade of grass or tall reed or something similar. Then they latch on when something brushes against them. This is why you have to be like me and never leave the house. <laughs> I never leave the no, house. No, that's not I'm always right. walking on asphalt. <laughs> what a ridiculous thing to say as a human. Concrete. I'm only pavement. walking on hey, I'm only walking on asphalt now. <laughs> that's I'm not getting any There's ticks. No All you mean? idiots rolling around in the grass, like, oh, what a beautiful day. Look at the grass up against my feet. And then you got nineteen ticks on you. <laughs> How you like that? You know, it's not a death Take sentence. It to the Bridge. It's <laughs> is that tick biscuit? Yep, tick <laughs> tick biscuit, limp ticket. I don't know which one's better. Anyway, you got a limp ticket. There's a service you can call for that. Right, uh huh. Yeah, got to get it vouched for. We got to get. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. I don't think ticks are something to be that. Be a fr- check for them. Be smart about them. But oh. that. I think there's a difference. Tick's not dangerous. Hang on. I just want to be on the show. Lyme the disease is like drinking a Sprite. I want to be. That's <laughs> lemon lime disease. I, you it's refreshing. T-Bone says refreshing. I got key lime disease. I just eat pie all the time. Hey, man, you don't, babe. I got key lime disease, babe. Brush it today, babe. It's not how he talks. When did tell Dennis Miller get here again? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm just saying you're the one who has said on this program 10 seconds ago, I don't walk on grass anymore. I don't walk on I grass. I think you can have a happy meet in between that and like finding a bucket of ticks and sticking your face in it and going, no problem. There's a big chasm in no, between the I two, and I live on, in that chasm. I don't walk on grass. You know I don't set foot in any natural body of water. I know you don't. Because I'm afraid of... The little things flying up my <laughs> pee-pee. There's only a few places on Earth where those things exist. Now with global warming, they're everywhere. Oh, they are? Yep. Is that also an explosion? They used to be in the Amazon. Now the, they've jumped. What's the technical name for those things again? Hang on, I'm looking it up. Things that fly up your, swim Pe- up your urethra? Sorry, it's a pee-pee fish. That's right. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. We normally talk to our guy Jason Stark on Mondays, but he had a skin tag that needed to be removed with an Arby's meat slicer. He got that thing lanced right off. Very few people know you can get that done. Arby's one of the few restaurants still practicing medicine. That's one of the, the secret off-the-menu things at Arby's. You know, Not somebody they serve that to you, but if you need a procedure no, done that involves you, slicing. You pay enough. <laughs> they may serve you a skin oh, yeah, tag. I, I forgot. This is the guy who wants to eat human flesh. So yeah, but I don't know. want to eat a skin tag. Why? 
That's it's not know, flesh. No, I mean it's not flesh. It's literally called a skin. That's tag. a skin barnacle. They call it a flesh tag. Tag. Would you feel better about that? No. All right. You're you're honestly telling me that if someone handed you a human fillet, maybe a little Bernays sauce on top of it, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be you wouldn't take a bite of that. What I'm saying is. If the option, uh, the amount I would take is such a small morsel, yes, it would be you close it, though. Right, maybe uh, that that'd be the only ways it would have to. It would not be like a regular steak sized, you know, cube or whatever that you cut off. How about of steak. this? How about this? How about this? It would be so small though. It would be like a skin tag. So I'm just saying, what's the difference to you? Why would you care? Skin tag, no skin tag, still small. Science is very advanced. Okay. Okay. We get to the day. We can grow human flesh in a lab. Mm. So you know this didn't belong to somebody. This person didn't go through life, and now you're putting some A1 sauce on his loin. All right, This was grown yeah. in a lab. Would that make you feel better? Yeah, well, I, would, I would definitely eat it then. I wouldn't, I, don't, I wouldn't care if it wasn't for the fact that I know it came from someone. If it's just like created in a lab specifically yeah. to be eaten, just meat. I'd have different problems then. Right, I would like, have. Why is this lab creating human flesh for consumption? <laughs> and why is it always Elon Musk who's coming up with these ideas? That would be my next question. Why him? Always, but no, I, I pay for this human stake in Bitcoin. <laughs> no, here's what. Here's the thing, though. If they were creating human flesh in a lab, my next question is: Well, what else have you got back there? Mm-hmm. Because they probably also have wagyu beef, and so if they can perfect that. And make it no, cheaper and more accessible. Crazy. I'm just saying, do that before you get to human flesh for consumption. I don't need that. All right, so we have a big program today. And it's always good when in the first four minutes of the show we talk about eating people. It's all downhill from here. That's right. Common Man and T-Bone is sponsored by Hinderer Motorsports. Catch the stupidity weekdays from 3 to 6. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming... I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. My wife would have sold me for $5 yesterday. With that whole pinball machine yeah, debacle. So how'd that all like, Well, we go had, if you missed yesterday's show, we had a, a pinball machine delivered to the house. And I was coordinating with this guy. And I've also come to the conclusion that everybody who sells and refurbishes pinball machines is crazy. Yeah. And I guess there's a reason why, like, you know, people grow up and say, I'm going to get a job, a regular job. And these people say, I'm just going to work on pinball machines and God bless them. But I don't think they develop properly. And so I'm coordinating with this guy and he says, all right, Monday at noon, I'll be there. And I said, well, you know, my wife works from home and uh, she's got all these meetings scheduled, but I will have her clear her schedule because I'm not going to be here. And so she'll clear her schedule and and let you in and all of that. And he said, great, install should take about 60 minutes. I said, fantastic. That'll be fine. It's just yeah. an hour. She lets him in, gives him water, 
has sex with him quickly, and then he's out the door, right? I figured it'd be a... No, I'm sorry. That's Tim's wife. I, I was figured... going to say, you didn't have a lot of high hopes for, uh, apparently, for, for this guy. No, I... It'd be over quickly. <laughs> this guy would just be in there and done. That's it. So I give Kristen the guy's uh, phone number yesterday morning and said, coordinate with this guy. He said, he'll be here at noon. So then I get to work, and I'm getting texts from Kristen all the time now. She's getting progressively angrier with me. With each passing text. He hasn't even left yet. He just texted me from the gas station and said gas was a disaster. What does that mean? I don't know what it means. She's like, look, these rose petals and candles are only going to last so long. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Right. And so long story long, he gets there two and a half hours late. He bring he, it's just him. It's just some oh, seventy year old no. guy with no. no assistance whatsoever. He's bringing this thing on a in a handcart in the foyer of the house. He slips and the whole pinball machine falls on him with the handcart and everything. Oh, he falls ass backwards right onto the floor, leaves a, a gash in the floor. Oh, Kristen no. thought she was going to have to call the ambulance or the morgue, one of the two things. And then she's having daydreams of this guy suing us because he fell in the damn house with the pinball machine on top of him. He swears he's all right. And so then Kristen says, well, maybe you should wait for your other guy. He says, there is no other guy. This guy's like 70 years old. Uh. So the other guy was Kristen helping this guy get the the thing down the steps into the basement. Jeez. And he shows up and says, oh, we're going to the basement? It's a pinball machine. Where do normal people put him in the dining most people, room? Most people have him right in the foyer is usually where you <laughs> Right. Him, right? I, I was going to leave right here with my dead body underneath. <laughs> So she's screaming at me. I, I'm dreading going home last night. I get home and she's yelling at me. I hope you like it. How much is it going to cost to get our floor repaired and to scrape this guy's dead body off the lawn? Because she, he didn't die from that. She then murdered him out on the lawn as a warning to well, everyone Well, then else. I had to hear about everything, about his hygiene and shockingly pinball guy, I guess, isn't zestfully clean. Are you kidding me? Pitball guy was not like you know. I better uh, I better put the suit and tie on today. But I couldn't I even enjoy. I couldn't even enjoy the the maiden voyage, the first pinball game last night because she's just <laughs> screaming at me. All right. Is there? Do you think there will ever come a time where you play that pinball machine and you won't think of the difficulties therein of getting it in the house? I, there will be a time where I don't. Okay. But as long as she's standing next to me, she will you, remind yeah. me of it. Yeah. What's uh, how? I don't know this. Like, how heavy are these machines? I mean, I've seen them. Pretty damn heavy. Right. I've never tried to lift one, but I assume hundreds of pounds is what they weigh. Yeah, I don't assume... it's, it's a heavy thing. Right. Okay. So, like... Plus, it was made in the 70s, so all mm-hmm. the parts on the inside, all the guts on the inside are also heavy. Yeah, now they're using carbon fiber and titanium for these that's, things. That's it's what I'm saying. They're yes. made for speed. Elon Musk is made, making these things now. <laughs> Hardly weighs anything. Yeah, that's crazy though. I don't, why would you not bring another guy? I don't know. Why would you not have he's, another person there? I'm just glad he didn't die. I'm glad he's. Well, not I mean, dead. I am too. I'm, I don't want anybody to die over a pinball machine. That would be a horrible way. Well, to I may die over the pinball machine. Well, that's fair. He could yeah. kill me. Would that be if if you do die? Would I be able to say that you died doing what you love, which is playing pinball and annoying your wife? Or sure, would that, okay. Throw some pizza what, in there and pretty good. That's what people always have to say. It's like, oh, but he died doing what he loved. And it's like, well, I don't think he loved it because 
up to that point, he had not died doing it. Like, if you die doing something, I would guess if you could reach the person after death, they would say, don't love that as much as I thought I did because I died doing it. So, like, if you love roller coasters and you die on a roller coaster, I guess if they would talk to you in the afterlife, you'd be like, you know what, roller coasters? Lower on my list now. It's not my favorite thing anymore. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. The saga of the pinball guy continues. What happened now? Well, I told the story yesterday about having the pinball machine delivered to the house, and Kristen had to deal with it, and it was a nightmare, and she still hasn't forgiven me. But now what's happening is this pinball guy keeps texting me. And at first it was like, oh, hey, tell me how you like it. Right, and I, sure. And I responded, it's great, thank you. I mean, I didn't bring up my wife wants to chop your balls off and make a stew. I didn't bring that up, you know, but, you know, he's like, oh, what do you think? I said, oh, it's great. Thank you so much. That's all I said. I thought this is the end of it. Right. And by the way, he's in my phone as uh, Scott the Pinball Guy. Scott the Pinball Got it. Okay. So then he says, hey, do me a favor. Uh, Take a video of yourself playing it. Uh, it's like, what, what is this guy got the Vaseline out at home? The no, Jurgens? What's going on he, here? Does he have? Does he have a like Facebook or Twitter? Maybe I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm maybe not he, videoing myself playing the pinball thing, sending it to Scott the pinball guy. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe he wanted it for publicity for his site to be like, hey, here's another satisfied customer whose floor I gouged and almost died on. But yeah, hey, the, the, come on and buy a pinball machine well, for me. What? Whatever. So I, I sort of avoid, I answered him back, but I sort of avoided it where I'm like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll do that for you. And then I, I didn't. Now I'm not saying that this, this is not a, uh, a weird request, but all I am saying is I think your own like fears or concerns are a little getting in the way here. Okay. Of the guy asking for a video, he you probably just wants me, it for something. You haven't let me finish this story yet. Okay. All well, right. Because you're, you're All thinking right. of a very rational reason why this guy wants the video. Okay. The next thing was, what are you watching on TV tonight? Was the question from the pinball guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm, I'm thinking to myself, uh-huh. am I this guy's best friend? Now, yes, you is are. this what ha- you buy a yeah. pinball machine from a guy who almost dies in your house and now you're friends for life? And then Kristen comes in the room and she sees me texting. Yeah. Who are you texting with? And I said, I, it's the uh, pinball the, the guy. pinball guy. You're texting. I hate that guy. You're texting with the pinball guy. And so what I had to do, because the pinball guy wouldn't leave me alone last night with the texting. I had to change his name in my phone to T-Bone so that when she comes in and she sees, it's like this guy's my mistress. She walks in and she sees the text now. She thinks it's you because she has forbade me, forbid, forbade Forbade. me from texting with the pinball guy because it is her enemy for life, this guy. So, so. How long did the text conversation continue? It was way, after way, this? way too long. And I'm, I am trying to be polite because at some point it's like, well, what if I need service or something and something breaks sure, and he has to right. walk me through it all over the phone? I can't just tell this guy to go to hell and stop texting me. I, I want to keep the lines of communication open just in case I need his pinball expertise, albeit at a distance in the future. But it's making it hard. I may have to block this guy. It feels like we are about five to seven more texts away from you just saying, 
free pinball machine if you can get it out of my basement and being done with pinball machines forever. It could be. Well, it sort of ended like this, where, you know, he came, he dropped it off, Kristen wrote him a check, and that was the end of it. And he said, well, I have your receipt here. And I said, well, I don't really need the receipt. I mean, we wrote you the check. That's that's fine. We got Yeah, right. You know, and he said, no, I'm going to mail you the receipt, and I got something special I'm putting in the envelope. Oh you. boy! And it's oh like, boy. what is this guy sending me his pubes or something in the mail? It's pr- <laughs> what am I going to get from this guy? <laughs> Maybe he found like a nice, I don't know, little sticker or something put on the pinball machine. I got a a retro look for it. I don't for know. You. Yeah, it's I. <sighs> oh, I got to mail your receipt. It's here's like, the thing, though. Okay, Here, here's the thing. You and I'm not blaming you for this. I'm just pointing this out as a thing that has occurred. You have entered into a world that is usually full of people who are hardcore collectors who value the community that comes along with collecting. You, however, have no use for that, but unfortunately you're dealing with a bunch of people, or one person in this case, who does engage in that, right? All I want to do is buy a product. I I didn't know I had to become the guy's best friend. I didn't say that, but what I'm saying is, right. this is not, again, you wouldn't, I'm not saying you would expect this, but... How many people are going and buying vintage pinball machines? The answer is not many. The people who do are probably like hardcore collector guys for the most part. And so they probably fit a typical mold of like, oh, yeah, I got a million questions. I want to know all this about the pinball machine. And this guy's probably like, yeah, cool. Hey, we're friends now, right? And all right. now you are just like, I wanted to go to the Walmart of pinball machines, buy the product, leave. No one ever talks to me again. And. Unfortunately, I don't think that's happened. That's why I'm saying we're five to seven texts away from you just one day being like, you know what, pinballs suck, and just getting rid of it and being like, this is a mistake. I never want to see another pinball machine for the rest of my life. You're right. I'm I'm almost there now. (laughs) If you can't get enough football, you've come to the right place. Your radio home for the Buckeyes, Browns, and other random NFL teams when we feel like it. Oh, hello. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. You know, since about 9.30 this morning, I have felt like I have an eyelash in my eye and I've been rubbing it out. Mm-hmm. Trying to get it out, looking in the mirror, looking for an eyelash. I see nothing. I can't get this feeling out of my eye. I assume that there was an eyelash at some point, and me trying to get it out, rubbing my eye, I probably scratched my eye, and that's what I'm feeling now. Sure, that makes sense. But I want to kill myself. I just want to let you know <laughs> that I'm sitting here doing the show today in distress. I want to. Ki- it's so bad. I want to kill myself. Have you? Uh, have you? put some eye drops in or yes anything? i've done the eye drops i've flushed it out with water i've done everything i can't get any relief mm. well i mean you had the issue your father has the issue right where his eye will gleek occasionally i mean yes could this be the start more of... than occasionally okay 
and 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 gleeking of eyes. That is a squirting thing that, eye. Right. It it freaks me out, man. It really does. That that's just a thing you do. Is just he needs windshield wipers on his glasses. I don't understand. How, like I, I get having tears in your eyes. I've all we've all been there. No, his eye squirts involuntarily. And here's the grossest part. Now I forgot to tell you this little development. Okay. All right. My father recently had cataract surgery on both mm-hmm. of his eyes. Yeah. So he sees perfectly now. He doesn't need to wear his glasses. Here's the problem. The glasses used to be the buffer for the oh, eye no. squirting. It would just <laughs> squirt into the glass, and then he would wipe off his glasses, as disgusting oh, as that yeah, was. Now yeah. he's not wearing glasses. His eye is squirting all over the damn house. I mean, maybe it would be worth talking to the optometrist, you know, if anyone in your family, Mike, I don't know if you've got anyone you could talk to, but if someone there could potentially advise him on the eye. First of all, my father-in-law is an ophthalmologist, not an optometrist. I'm sorry. If you call an optometrist, he will punch you right in the face. Can I say, I don't know the difference. What is the difference? Ophthalmologist is surgical and optometrist is just like one or two, three or four. Is that the difference? I don't know. The ophthalmologist is is qualified to cut open your eye. So surgery. That's okay. The so that's the, the optometrist is the guy at Lens Crafters, and there's nothing wrong with yeah. I, I kind of get guy. there's a little elitism going on there. <laughs> looking down on the the optometrist is like, oh, okay. I do but nothing. what I'm trying to say to you is that my father-in-law did this for many years. He's retired. He yes. doesn't want any eye gleeking problems. He's well, done. All right, but like if, if he's looked at eye, all the eyes, he's going to look okay, at. Okay, if you're retired, right? You're retired. You get out of this business at some point. You know, 37 years from now, which is probably how much longer you'll be doing this, because I think you got a long time left doing it, Mike. I think you're really 37 years for me, <laughs> yes. dude. You know what's funny is that you think I'm going to be alive for 37 <laughs> years. That's the most right. hilarious thing. I'm just saying, when you retire, whenever that is. At some point, if, like, I don't know, someone that, like, Samantha, at that point, she's old enough that she's dating, right? And someone comes home, they're like, you know, I was thinking of doing a podcast. You're not even going to, like... You know what I'm going to say? Dump this loser. You can do better. (laughs) That's Well, maybe that loser is like, oh, I've started three tech companies, but I would like to do a podcast. Do you know anything about that? Possible father-in-law? Like, whatever. I've I've crafted a little fanfic here. But my point is, you wouldn't... It's your own business that you used to do, and you're out of it. But someone says, hey, can you help me with this? You wouldn't be like, oh, um, no. well, let me tell you a couple microphones to look up or something. You wouldn't even try to help a no, little you know bit? No, I would say? I'd, you know, I'd say I, I have a friend, T-Bone. He knows all of about course. podcasting. Well, that, okay, help but you out. couldn't he do that with like, hey, I've got a, I've got a guy who is all about the yes, iGleeks. I got he, a doctor friend. We can get this hooked up. Yes, he could do that. My father's not going. Your father's not going. (laughs) My father was blind. He was blind. He should have gotten the cataract surgery 10 years ago. It took him 10 years to do that. I got to tell you, if it came down to cataracts or squirt and eye, I'm getting the squirt and eye fixed first, and then later I'll get the cataracts. Quite honestly, that's, that's not my highest priority. Vision would but be. But the squirt and eye is not a problem for you. It's just a problem for everybody around. That's you. why it would be a high priority because I don't want to have to be. You know, we just been all all over the mask wearing for the last year, and then now we're going to get back into regular society. Hopefully sooner than later, and then you're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, what is this? Are you that it's, guy? That guy's like, eye no, he's is peeing all over me. <laughs> his eye, he's squirting everywhere. His eye just. <laughs> 
I got to get out of here. This is insane. Like, I just would, I would think you've had a year with masks and everything. Like, go get it taken care of. Categories on you porn is just eye-gleaking. It seems like, now let me, have you ever heard of people who can squirt, like, milk out of their eye from when they drink? I've I've heard of it. Like, where you, you drink the milk. I can't watch it. Okay, but you've heard of people that yes, can do I've that. Heard of it. It's disgusting. Has your father ever tried to do no, that? No, no, it's involuntary. Maybe, he can't well, control it. Maybe he's not working hard enough. Maybe if he practiced, maybe he could. I'm just saying, maybe there's a thing where he can. He's one of those people who can like snort milk and then it shoots out of his eye. We don't know where that's coming from. Is what I'm telling you. Maybe he's got more talents than you know. I, I'm just telling you. You know, a couple years from now, maybe you're walking through a nursing home. And they got all the old people just sort of right. wheeled out in the hallway waiting for death. And you say to yourself, I don't know who this uh, this weird guy is with a huge afro and he's just squirting from the eye. You'll know that's my father. You'll go over and say, hello, Mr. Common Man. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, Cyclops Super Soaker over here needs to shut it out and shut it down. This is insane. Get him some goggles or something. <laughs> Jeez. Right. There's, an old, there's an old man. We need to get him some goggles. He just what a fa- we, what, what happened to all those face shields we were wearing a couple years ago where we couldn't breathe on anybody? Get one of those we for this guy. We got storage. We can get some. <laughs> no, just pull one on his face. Get a wiper for it, too. Get a windshield wiper and a face shield. Let's go. The best of Common Man and T-Bone. The What's Krakens are coming for you. Mm-hmm. Get ready for it. That's By the way, that's all we're ever calling them, right? We're not actually calling them the Kraken. They're the What's No, Kraken. but here's the problem with this, is that I actually have a hoodie that says What's Kraken, and it has a has a picture of a sea monster, the Kraken, right? right? Yeah. Which I, I bought a while ago, but now when I wear it, people are like, oh, is that the new Seattle Kraken? It's like, no, it's not. This is This is something we've said on the show for a while now, and now I can't wear it because people think I'm supporting the Seattle Kraken. You know, I didn't know we were going to get into this today, but I, unrelated to any of this, just came across something online that I was I was reading and I was fascinated by, Mike, because historians have a new theory about sea monsters, Kraken, the Loch Ness monster, not ne- not necessarily a sea monster, but you know, like these things that are seen often and talked about in lore as to, wow, there was this giant serpentine, because they're all similar, right? They're all like kind of serpentine, or they yeah, were tentacles. Yeah, because people saw huge, giant squids. They exist. Mm, well, that's one theory, yes. You know what another theory is? What? Um, that uh, sailors were not prepared for the amount of whale undercarriage that exists. Oh, they did not realize that what some of this was, and this is, again, this is a historical theory, right? No one was there to know this for sure. But in reading some of this and looking at where these ships would have been when some of these legends formed, there is a theory in history now that, yeah, what they might have just been seeing is just giant whales, you know, letting it all hang out there. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know what they were seeing, and they're like, my God, What's it's huge. Why oh, it? my God, it's a monster. Look, look at that thing. <laughs> Look at them. I mean, they wrote songs about these things, and you find out later that the songs might have just been about whale penis. That's really what it comes down to. So I just want to say, Seattle, you either named your team after a squid or whale whale people. Whale That's what you love and some whale penis. <laughs> It'll rise above the water. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, that's. Just good luck with your team. I hope it works out for you. You may have actually named it after a legend that is based on 
penises. The whale members, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine right. with me. Now I, you know what you throw on the on the ice for a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't throw hats. Get some muscle relaxers and toss them out there. Enjoy all the football this weekend. And remember to join us for Reaction Monday to break it all down. Sponsored by Taco Bell. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed. With arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company, you can trust. I think we've had this conversation well, on then the you know what? I've, I've, I forgot about him then. No, no, no. I'm saying because I've said something about Bob Baffert, and you're like, Bob Baffert? Who's that? And I'm I like, he's a horse trainer. You're like, who do you write his biography? Jeez. And you just yell at me because I happen to know one of the few famous people in horse racing that train horses, and now he's in trouble again. So Haven't you the- realized this about me? If I don't care about something, it instantly falls out of my head. I, this I is what I say that. to my wife all the time when... She has to, every time we go someplace, you know, before, when we still went places. Right, yeah. But every time we would go someplace, she would say, All right, you're going to see this person. You've met them seven times. Their name is so-and-so. They have children. They were at our wedding. I don't remember anyone. (laughs) That's why when I I see someone, I don't, like, my default is to say, Nice to meet you, right? Yeah, right. But I've gotten in trouble doing that before because then people are like, actually, we've met 92 times. So now what I say is nice to see you in every situation. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. So if I've met that person, they're not offended. That's right. And I can pretend my way through the conversation. You walk up to the person, you say, nice to meet you. And he's like, son, I was just zipping out to get something. Zippy, zippy, zippy. Oh, I just had some zesty food. Let me gleek on you with my eye. Right. I mean, he's got a lot going on. Got the cataracts now. That's good. The what surgery, is he doesn't have. He, he doesn't, doesn't have cataracts. He doesn't he have cataracts. Had them removed. Sucked out of there. Yeah. What they do. Not quite, but they used but I, to. But I told you the problem. Well, what, what was the problem? Is when he was blind and couldn't see and wore the glasses. Oh, when, right. When his eye would involuntarily squirt, <laughs> it would be disgusting, but it would just hit his glasses. <laughs> But now that he doesn't have to wear glasses to see, his eyes just squirting and hitting the countertop. They were over for dinner on Saturday night. I'm like, wiping wiping the counter constantly because his eyes squirting. You need to go out to one of these like bow and arrow or gun places and get a target and just put it up on the fridge. And then when he comes over, just stand back five paces and say, Dad, let's see if you can hit the bullseye. I was was having this conversation with my wife, though, because, you know, they came over and I, I, I'm, I'm a good host, right? Yes. Or I pretend to be, so I don't have to talk no, to people. No, you're a good host. I've been. And you've I, had us over. And You've been so a good I, host. And so I, I put out some appetizers. I had some meats. I had some cheeses. I had ma- made some bread. And I put it out. And then I, I, I actually saw my father's eye squirt and hit a piece of the cheese that I had put out. <laughs> and so then Kristen's going for some cheese. Said, don't touch the cheese. <laughs> Why not? I want some cheese. My father, I gleeked on the cheese. <laughs> what is a gleek? You got to follow the show three hours a day.
you'd know about the problems of eye leaking. That's right. Mm-hmm. Get maybe get your dad some readers just for when he comes over. Just like dad, I want you to put these he on. He doesn't like, need. Why? He doesn't need them. Or get him. Uh, you know what? I'm going to get him board. some Kevin Duckworth goggles. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Get him a, a couple of Horace Grants and just send those over to the house and yeah. say, when you come over, Dad, I want these on because we never know. It might be a rebound you got to grab. Just put them on. All right. So game show today. Did we say what was the game? Horse. Horses. 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 Or as I'm calling the game show, nay, nay. That's what I'm calling it because horses nay. They oh. Go, nay, nay. I was confused. Right. Watch me. I thought whip. now we were doing Real Housewives of Atlanta stuff. Watch, watch me nay, nay. That's Nini. No, Nini's different than nay, nay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nini, by the way, yeah. when my wife used to make me watch these terrible shows, and I said, I can't. I like how you say it like that as if you I hate don't it. sit down and watch. No, you no. You I, sit down and dude, watch. Dude, I watch plenty of trash. I would admit it if I watched it. I actually had, I had a big fight with my wife is that I can't watch these shows anymore. But I like your commentary. Because I would make, it would be like Mystery Science Theater. I would comment oh, on what you. I was seeing, but... Then the the actual show started to depress me so much. I said, I can't watch humanity like this. I can't watch it. And but my point is, Real Housewives of Atlanta. There was I don't know if she's still on the show. A woman on the show named Nini, Nini uh-huh. Leaks, I think was her name, and right. she was the first person who I ever heard say it is what it is. And when she gets an attitude with people. She instead of repeating herself, she will simply say, "I said what I said," <laughs> and she'll say it with flavor. Right, I said what to I the said. point I where like now that. my four-year-old daughter will say that to me with flavor. I said, I said what I said, I, Dad. I said what I said. I like that. I uh, I have the problem of with those shows. I am told my commentary is not welcome. Oh well, because, c- come on over and comment for yeah. Kristen because she enjoys it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, but I don't know how good my, you might actually have good commentary. My commentary is like, what? Why do these people? Why are they even doing this? And what see, is that's why I had to leave because I couldn't. I couldn't take it. There was nothing funny about it to me. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've gotten there with a few shows. I know what you mean. It's. It's. It's tough. I can't watch the uh, Sister Wives. Show. No, no, I can't watch that. See, I can't watch. And and Melissa loves watching that show because every one of these episodes, they're like, you know, it is so bizarre. It's almost my husband loves me, but he also loves this other woman, and there's so much drama, and I don't understand why. And it's just like, ah, it's because there's four of you all in one room of one guy. And the guy is always like, well, I can't go be with you tonight because I got to be over here, and then I got to be over there. Oh, these women are stressing me out. Go figure, they get jealous. Why, yes, it's like, what? You have four spouses. It's not man, woman. It's you have four spouses and one spouse in the center of it of course there's going to be jealousy and strife and intrigue and all these people always do is go what could possibly be causing this division among all of us it's like i don't know maybe the fact there's four of you and one of him maybe that's it maybe that's where the stress is i don't know that's why they put you on tv you freak shows now gang we got to hold a family meeting so then 60 people walk in right we got to hold a family meeting yes. And we got tags on. We got to talk about our finances and why we don't have any money. Hold mm-hmm. on, let's go build four separate houses. <laughs> but one why don't we have any money? We have a cul-de-sac. Right, we, we built we for ourselves the entire cul-de-sac. No one seems to work here. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's 
That's the thing. He's always like, I got a thing. I got to fly got, away. Okay. I got to go. He's got a and thing. And she's like, I can't believe you're going to miss Sarah's whatever graduation. And it's like, there's 90 of them. What am I supposed to do? I can't make everyone. Do you know how many mortgages we have? Of course he's got to fly around and go pay the bills. What is happening? Yes, it's almost like this was a bad idea. It's almost like having a bunch of kids is a bad idea, too, right? Because you could do <laughs> well, the best right. job in the world. One of them is going to wind up arrested for child porn, like the well, Duggars. Well, that's right. That's a whole other thing. That's course, not a yeah. whole other thing. That's their thing. That's true, right. It's to have all the kids and then be like be a terrible parent. Basically, I mean, it's there's no way you can be all the kids. There's no and way you can parent. be present. There's no way you can give the type of attention you need to give. Now, those kids are probably grateful to be right. I mean, hey, to be alive. Had, well, I'm saying if you had two of them versus 20 of them, there's well, you know, okay, 18 of them that aren't kids. I'm just saying. But, but when does are that you number them, stop existing, by the way, where it's I like, know. I can't imagine my life without our 97 kids. <laughs> I don't know. But any show that involves that, like any show that involves, because there's another, there's other shows that involve the polygamy thing, and they all have the same problems of like, well, you know, at first when we invited Jessica into our lives, I thought it would be great. She'd be like my sister, it'd be a lot of fun. But now I find that like her and my husband go spend all the time together, and I'm like the third wheel. How did this happen? And it's like, because you were the, because you're in this situation. That's why. And I just yell, and then I'm told to leave the room because. We know this going into the show. I don't need to keep saying it, but it still boggles my mind that the people on this show don't get why they're on this show. Are the sister wives still on or are they gone? Oh, yeah, they're still oh, on. Oh, because every time I turn on TLC, it's either like huge goiters being popped or 90 day fiance. No, they just had it's like every. <laughs> and then the guy with no neck. <laughs> Yeah, like you think oh. Kenny Albert has no? Have you seen this guy? A ninety the, day fiance? Yes, the the he's like a smaller guy, right? Like no, a, I don't yeah. think he is. No, I no. know what you're talking about. He has like no neck. I think I, don't I know. Think, who you're I don't think about. he's a little person. I no, no, I just mean he's like five one. I mean, I don't mean he's like well, a right. little person. I don't know. Yes, yeah, so he like, looks like a shorter guy. But yeah, look, we always say like, oh, Patricia Heaton has no neck, or oh, Kenny Albert has no neck. That's, no, <laughs> this guy goes from chest to head. There's yes. nothing else. He is he is the perfect person to get into a car crash. He will not get whiplash. He he may get like a I don't know, decapitated by the seatbelt, but he will not get whiplash because his neck is too strong. I agree with you. And they always show him with women. Well yeah. Like he's getting the show. Women. I mean, I, yeah, but I'm just saying he's getting wi- I don't know who's clicking swiping right <laughs> on the profile. Look, man, once you're on basic cable for long enough. You get, you but get see, that people. used to be the case, but now there's so many shows. See, back in the day, you used to have to be somebody to be on TV. Mm-hmm. Now there's right. so many channels and so many shows and streaming services. They pay minimum wage. Are you saying that Dr. Pimple Popper isn't a somebody? But at least Dr. Pimple Popper How has her own you? practice. She does. Right? That's She's right. practicing medicine someplace. This no-neck guy, yes, how did they find this guy? Don't we think that Dr. Pimple Popper would be doing that even if they were like, I'm sorry, we've taken your medical license away? She would still be out there finding things. She'd just squeeze. go up to random people on the street and say, hey, man, well, can I, I pop don't know that? About, that looks no, very pussy. Can I there, pop it? There would be, I'm saying I think she would be like looking for things to squeeze. Yeah. On YouTube, she would say, can I squeeze so this? So she gets fired. Then she's all of a sudden the the person on QVC selling the honey bells, just squeeze, <laughs> squeezing, well, squeezing like, the look, juice out. This is out. how I pay the bills. You're but my never going to see how much juice. 
<laughs> comes out of this thing. This Have you seen how, that guy on QVC wearing a raincoat? Oh, He's like yeah. wearing a raincoat squeezing it's, fruit. That's inappropriate. I'm sorry. That is that is too overt. The guy's you know, a million years old. He's got like an orange raincoat on, and he's squeezing like these mutant oranges to show you how much juice he gets. They should put something. NC-17 on that. They used to have that guy. What? That, they used to have that guy. That's a good statement. There was a man in politics who made the statement, "We, you know, I will know pornography when I see it. Yeah, that's right? it. That That's the definition of pornography, and that is what that is on that show. Where the guy's just squeezing oranges, and you're like, this, nope, not not suitable for children. Just move that away. Nope. I would like to point out that we started the show yesterday talking about the crew disaster and how you wanted to kill yourself, and I was very depressed for everybody. We were knee-deep in that yesterday, and we started today's show with absolutely nothing. <laughs> we have not accomplished one thing well, in I, this you did, segment. You did accomplish one thing. You made me mad that you... You put some uh, you put some smoke on Patricia Heaton's name. I don't like it when you disparage Patricia Heaton's I, name. I'm not disparaging. I think her. she's. I think she's. she's great. A, she, I, I didn't Patricia say Heaton. she's not great. She's amazing. But I'm telling you, she's got a very tiny neck. It's fine. I think she's. Do awesome. you dispute this? I guess I'd never paid attention to Go it. Go look her up. She's, she's got, got a lot very of, tiny neck. She, she wears a lot of big collars. You know, all her shows, she's always <laughs> got a collar around that. I thing. love her I don't one know. woman show where she's just playing <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> Just popping the collar up. Yeah, that's right. All the dumb things we say are on demand when you want them. Just utilize the computer chip we've implanted into your brain. The fan. Ohio sports destined. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming... I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Your number one source for hot takes. This is the Fans Afternoon Show. Uh, pretty generic branding, I gotta say, Mike. I be quiet. I mean, it's great. It's, it's we're trying to attract new listeners. Man True. and Bone's not going to cut it. That's right. I forgot. I'm sorry. By the way, we have a new logo for the show that we've designed. You can head to at Man and Bone nine seven one. We're going to change it. We're going to change it. But right now, it's at Man and Bone nine seven one on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. That's so stupid. People won't be able to figure out what we're doing. Check they out won't. our new logo. I mean, we're still Man and Bone, but we're not. We're Mike. We're doubling down on Man and Bone. But the way we've chosen to do that is by eliminating it from all of our imaging and our brand and our name of well, our, our show. Our logo still features Man and Bone. It, it still well, the, represents Man and Bone. But the we, man, the Man and Bone. It actually represents man and bone. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. The symbol represents man and bone. That's how we're going to use that. We've yeah. rebranded the show. We're still Common Man and T-Bone, but the show is now called Fan Afternoon Show. Fan Afternoon Show. Just to, That's right. appear to uh, appeal to a, a broader audience. Mike, think about it. If you're new to the market and you're like, well, where is the afternoon show for the fan? All mm-hmm. I hear is man and bone all the time. Right. Now you won't be confused. You'll just... You'll just see, oh, fan afternoon show. That's what I was looking for. And now you'll, you'll not only will you listen, you will send us gobs of money. 
You will just send us bags of cash. You won't even know why, because you're just so impressed with the branding. That's what's going to happen. And we thought the smooth jazz was a little less threatening, too. So It is. No I more Papa Roach. We're not doing that anymore. It's amateur hour. Now, you know what? So it's, now it's all Chris Boaty. That's too busy, you know? It's just... <laughs> Chris Boaty? My guy? Mm, oh, yes. Okay, I don't mm, know. I've never guy. I've never heard or seen. Can you play that intro again, Teddy, just so we can hear the... Yeah, let's hear this so we're not, no I one's mean, confused. I listen to every... We've also... We've made the voiceovers much more generic because we don't want to offend anybody. Your number one source for hot takes. This is the Fans Afternoon Show. Yeah. Mike, that's what people come to Sports Radio for is just hot takes... And that's it. They get, so, listen to this, man. You can listen to this in the dentist's office now. Where before, you couldn't listen to us in the dentist's office. No, of course not. This uh, this sets us apart, Mike, by being exactly the same as everyone else. So that's what we're doing. That's, that's why we've chosen to double down on Man and Bone by eliminating it from the name completely. But I, we, right. we think that's better for us. Thank you, Ted. By the way, uh, test marketing has revealed that people don't like the name Ted. Your new name is Roy. Roy. Roy, the producer. Roy. Okay. Roy. Is that more international? Ted, now, if you, could, if you could please move out of the studio, we have eight signs we're going to put up in your office that say Roy, just right now. Roy. Maybe. They're already done. We've got them delivered. This was spontaneous and organic and a natural process that also involved months of manufacturing behind the scenes that nobody knew about. People decided they liked the three-letter name. They did. <laughs> not Ted. Not Ted. Roy. Can we make it Wa? Instead of no two no. letters no no and I'm getting stupid now I could be Mo- no no that's stupid I could be Montreal Wah you know why we picked Roy by the way because the Y kind of has a triangle on the top of it right. so <laughs> right. the triangle really sets apart nice. our brand as an international icon that's mm-hmm. what we're going for mm-hmm. common man and T bone so uh, tell me this is a phrase I never thought I would say so tell me about your mom and the porno mag okay so. When I first moved out of the house when I was 18 years old, um, I had porno mags under my mattress, like I'm sure many people sure. did. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a depends on what generation you were in, because I don't think there's a lot. I think the magazine industry probably has suffered a bit across all fronts, right? Sports Illustrated, Hustler, they're all they're all doing less business than they used to. But I get your point. Yeah. Yeah, well, this was, uh, you know, 1998. So I, Right, I'm saying I don't think people today have, like, a stash room under their bed. I think right, but on yeah, a phone they, okay. or a tablet or something. Any, anywho, I had porno mags under my mattress. I move out of the house. But, like, my, my bedroom is the same. I didn't take any of my furniture. I was, you know, I would be coming back at some point to stay, get my laundry done, sleep, stuff sure. like that. So a couple months later, I come back to the house, I walk in my room, and there's a new bed in my room. Mm-hmm. And my mom says, oh, we got a good deal on this mattress, so we changed out your mattress. <laughs> and I, like my stomach, there's a pit in my, pit? Yeah. in my stomach, and I got to tell you, my parents have never been people who practice restraint. They always look for every opportunity to needle me. They didn't say a damn word 
about the porno really? mags that I'm quite sure they found and did not say a damn word until last week. Last week? Yes. Last week? Okay, so, so what happened there? my parents are over here last week, and my father is in the bathroom, the powder room on the main level. Yeah. And my mom says, I, you know, I hate to do this, but your father's in the bathroom. Can I go upstairs and use your bathroom? And I said, sure, you don't have to ask. And she goes, yeah, but I don't know if there's going to be porno mags up there. And I said, we waited so long. You waited so long. <laughs> and if you did it on purpose, I would actually respect you. If you both said, like, we're going to drop it on him today. You yeah, wait. right, right. We're going to find an since opportunity. since 1998. We're going to drop it on him today. They went that long and didn't <laughs> say a damn word about it. Wow. Until last week. That is, uh, that's some gangster stuff right there, Mike. Your parents might have a little bit more to them than what you know. Well, you, I mean, that's, there's either that's that pretty tough. or they're getting to the point where they don't realize what year it is anymore. <laughs> and my <laughs> mom thinks that just happened. Right. I, I, let me ask this. Is there a chance that they initially were like, we're not going to say anything because we think it would be weird or whatever. We just, we're going to choose to just move on from that. And then over time, it stuck in their brain so much that they just thought, oh, I probably said it to him at some point. Like, do you think maybe. she knew that she never, ever said anything about it? Or know. do you think maybe in her head she was like, I'm sure I brought this up before. Porno mags. And that's why that came I up. I just don't know. Week. We waited so long. It's been so long. I thought, well, that's the one cool thing they did in their entire life. They just didn't say anything. They knew it was an embarrassing situation. What are you going to do about it? They let me have my dignity. They didn't say a damn word. Maybe they yeah. said to themselves, you know, you know, when he's 41 years old, <laughs> we're just going to bring this up out of the blue. <laughs> Who did I? Oh, gosh. Out of I the saw, blue, they rose. Um, I, <laughs> I, saw, did, I saw Steve Harvey. He has his talk show, and he has a segment on it where he just lets people ask him questions from the audience, and then he responds, and some of these moments have gone viral. Did you see the one about the parents who found... No. Now, I think this this was a, a kid who was more like 12, 13 years old, you know, a younger boy, but he had a magazine that his mom found in his room, and he did not know that mom had found it. And so she said her plan was, but she did not decide to do this, her plan was to take her own face and cut it out and replicate it a bunch of times and then... Put it in the magazine over now all of the funny. other people's faces. Now that's funny. That's, <laughs> that's a cool funny mom. until you get the therapy bill for that kid who's no, just absolutely. like, why doesn't your son talk anymore? And it's like, oh, we did this trick on him once, and he just he's never been the same. He's just I over there. I haven't had an erection in 25 years. <laughs> like Every time I'm attracted to a woman, I picture my mom. <laughs> You could really screw someone up if you do that. That's all I'm saying. There's a way to handle it, and I don't think that's the right way. Common Man and T-Bone is sponsored by Hinderer Motorsports. Catch the stupidity weekdays from 3 to 6. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. 
as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. I was uh, I was at the doctor today getting a physical. Yeah. I've not had one in quite a while. Mm-hmm. And so the, the nurse is in there drawing my blood, and she's making conversation. I'm sure just to make sure that I don't pass out. What do you do? I said, oh, I work at a radio station. Yeah. I normally don't volunteer the information unless I'm pressed, but she was pressing. And she says, oh, what radio station? And I said, ah, it's, it's the sports station in town. She goes, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't listen. But you know what? My boyfriend makes me listen to this guy when I'm in the car with him. Do you know him? And I said, well, I, do you know who the guy is? And she said, he's got some stupid name. Man boy, something man. <laughs> do you know him? And yeah. I said, yeah, I, I know him. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, he sounds like a real jerk. Is he a jerk? I said, he's the biggest jerk <laughs> you've ever met. <laughs> man boy. Man boy on the radio here. Hello. Well, she's got a needle in my veins. I got it, of course. No, I have the same I have the same issue where people ask like, what do you do for a living? I just say like, oh, media. And they're like, oh, what kind of media? Radio. I'm like, oh, where do you work? A sports station. Like I never am I'm never like a common man and T Bone, three to six. Make sure you'll listen. Like I never do that. If mm-hmm. I can avoid it. In those situations, I don't they don't care. They're just making small right. talk. Right. She's just making conversation. Yeah. She would have been excited if I said, like, you know, um, Dino or Stacy would have gotten very excited, I think. Uh, on the radio? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I think Stacy is. Yeah? I don't, I don't know what Dino's up to. Alive? I don't know. I think so. Okay. I hope, I hope so. he's alive. Yes, of course. Me too. Wish him well. Torg is dead. Yeah. He died. Well, we killed him. We threw him no, in our... he, he texted me the other day and said, I'm dead. Don't text <laughs> me anymore. I'm dead. <laughs> Bye-bye. You know what? Torg seems like the type of guy that would have it figured out how to get a text sent from the dead. Like, if he died, there would be a service he was subscribed to. When he dies, I'm not going to believe it. I'm I'm going to go to the funeral, and I'm going to, like, mess with the corpse. Because I don't don't believe that he's going to be dead. I think it's possible. Would it? He's going to sit up and say, oh, dude, I got crap, dude. If there was anyone in your life that you know... That you would go to a funeral and then three weeks later you would get a text or an email from a number or a thing you don't recognize that would say, hey, remember that funeral you went to? It's me. I faked my own death. Torg would be the person that I would think would absolutely be able to pull that off. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. And now let's talk about space farts, shall we? (laughs) So 44 years ago, NASA launched Voyager 1, which, by the way, is still zooming through space and still works which is astonishing to me. They can still get data from something that they launched 44 years ago. It is zipping, their words, zipping past the edge of the solar system through the heliopause. My guy, hell of an F1 racer, heliopause. (laughs) The solar system's border with interstellar space is what the heliopause is. Okay. Into the interstellar medium, and now its instruments, they're detecting something. They're detecting sound out in oh. space. Oh. Yes. They say that they're hearing a, a low monotone sound, and they say it's because of interstellar gas. Oh. Yes. Nice. 
<laughs> so that's what they're they, hearing. I don't think they mean that, right? Well, like, interstellar gas, mean. they say that's plasma waves. And it's no, it doesn't sound like our gas. Although it would be fun. It's like, hey, they're like, they're getting ready. They're sitting in their desk in Houston for the day, pulling up the Voyager 1 stuff. What's Voyager 1 doing right now? Hold on, let's take a, what do we got? <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Yeah. No, it's a long monotone sound. They said it's very faint and monotone because it's in a narrow frequency bandwidth. He says, we're detecting the faint, persistent hum of interstellar gas. I don't know what to make of that other than, does the gas indicate that there's some other, like, something going on otherwise? Like, I assume the gas doesn't just exist and it's just there and it's moving around. Like, are they saying that points to some other thing? Well, they're saying it's plasma waves, so... I don't know how common that is in the space world. Again, this is two idiots trying to dissect something that's very complicated. Yeah, I don't know. That's really weird. I wish I, I wish I did know what it was. I am fascinated by the things we don't know in space. I'm fascinated I've, that something has been in space for 44 years and they can still get data from it. Well, dude, that's what got, I'm fascinated by. They've got things. I mean, a lot of scientists will tell you that the light that we see from some stars, it may have been burned oh, out no, I, absolutely. a million years ago. Yes. And we can still see the you're, light from it because it's taken so long to get here. It's like a time machine in the sky. Yeah, it is. And if we could perceive time, and it, well, see, now we're getting into... 420 hour but like if you could perceive that dimension we only can perceive time in a limited way but if we could perceive time in a different way perhaps we could travel through it in a different way than we do now we travel in it as it is we can't travel in it go forward go back they're saying that if we could ever figure out how to modify time like you know we can travel through other dimensions in our world right you can travel through the air we figured out air travel that they believe there's a much more complex way to do that with time. And part of the thought process is that perhaps with the light that is coming from these other places that we can't understand how it burned out millions of years ago and it's still coming this way. If we could figure that out, perhaps we too could travel through time. We're getting a little glimpse of time travel. We're not there. That's is, Vo the is Voyager 1 the one that has like the golden record on it? Or is that another thing? <laughs> I don't know. Well, because there's, there's one of these crafts that they launched into deep space they put a bunch of artifacts on there. So if it's found by some other civilization... Oh, that's right, yes. You know, you can play the golden record. I think they put some classical music on there and, you know, an image of man so you can see what we look... Not you and me. Yes, of An course. actual defined man <laughs> with visible penis. Well, <laughs> but you know what <laughs> I would put up there. Let's hope we... Yeah, go ahead. It's my theory. What, what do you Is that it doesn't matter up? where you are in life. I mean, you can... You can be a you know surgeon, you could be a garbage man, but we all like a little Papa Roach. Cut my life into pieces, this is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing, don't give a f*** The aliens hear that, they say, we're going to Earth, this sounds like a party. <laughs> or they're go. saying, Or they're saying, you know what? We were going to invade your planet, but now we think you guys seem like pretty cool dudes. Yes, so. exactly. Want to hang out for the weekend? Let's just chill. Get some brewskis. You know, I don't know. Maybe the aliens don't drink, but that's fine if they do. We'll have beers for them. That'll be fun. Mm. The best of Common Man and T-Bone. I played What's in the Bag today. Did you really? What's in the bag? Yes. What's in the bag? I was, uh, I was at the Golden Arches today, Yeah. and I ordered myself a number seven, which is the two cheeseburger meal. Okay. I was going to... I didn't know. I didn't remember the number seven. Yeah, number seven, two cheeseburger meal, and I, right. I get my total... 
And then I go to the window, the first window to pay. And the woman says, do you want sauce with that? Now, I had an opportunity to correct her because there's no sauce that's going to come with my two cheeseburger meal. I could have very easily said I had the two cheeseburger meal. And she said, what is that? Oh, okay. And then, you know, changed it in her computer and I would have gotten what I ordered. Instead, I said, no, I'm good. Because the total was not, you know, too far off from what I was already getting. And I wanted to see what was in the bag. Yeah. Maybe there's some nuggets in the bag. I was trying to think, what comes with sauce? Nuggets is what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. I said, you know, I I didn't order nuggets, but I could go for some nuggets. What's, What's in the bag? And so I get up there. They hand me the bag. And now all of a sudden, I'm excited. I don't open it right away because I want to drive to my fat-ass parking spot so I can sit there and eat it like a loser. <laughs> so I pull up, find a good spot, open up the bag. Of course, it was not my two cheeseburgers, which I did not expect. Yeah. It was not nuggets, which shocked the hell out of me. Instead, what I got was two sausage burritos oh. with hash browns. Sauce with the, the sausage McNugget? Well, the they sausage they McNug- offer you picante sauce. Oh, right. Of yeah, course. You, can, okay. you can dip the burritos in. And normally, I would partake in such thing. So I was a little upset that I didn't say yes to sauce. You should have said, what goes, whatever you think goes with it, I would say put that yeah, right well, in the bag. She's, well, here's what I recommend. She doesn't <laughs> care. Pair it with whatever sauce you think is best. That's but, what I would say. again, because I'm a loser fat ass, I always come prepared i have a collection of sauce packets in the car for this very situation Uh so i just dug into the stash and i had some taco bell fire sauce and used that on the on the breakfast burritos but i was very happy with this i ordered cheeseburgers i got burritos i couldn't be happier what's in the bag yeah i have uh, i've seen people play a little version of what's in the bag where you know if someone's like honking and really mad in the line behind you the thing I've seen people do online is say, hey, I'm going to buy their food behind me, you know, and then they at the window, they're like, I'm going to pay for the food behind me. And they go, oh, that's very nice. You pay it forward. You're like, yeah, I pay it forward. And they give you two receipts. You go up to the next window and you go, yeah, I got these two orders. And you just take both bags and leave. I like that. <laughs> right. I mean, that's do how that. you can play what's in the you paid for the food. It's yours. Right. I mean, technically, the other you, person is lost. Well, technically, you're stealing. I mean, that's horrible, right? And the next person up stealing, there, you paid for it. No, you're, I know you did, but you there's ethically speaking, that person is expecting to get food and they've been told, hey, they already paid for your food. So they don't pay for anything, which I guess is good. Right. But then they've sat in line all that time. I'm just saying, if someone's a jerk behind you in line, that's an easy way to fix that. I like it. Chris Holtman's favorite radio show at 6 o'clock on this station, The Buckeye Show. Weeknights at 6. The Fan. Ohio Sports Destiny. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed. With arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Earlier in the show, we were talking about the erotic movie Wild Things starring Nev Campbell and... Mm -hmm. uh, What's her name? The other one. Denise Richards. That's right. That's right. Yes. Um, and you said you were not able to watch that when you were a teenager because, you know, your parents were very strict. And 
Well, I don't think a lot of parents were like, oh, yeah, go watch it. I think my parents were just, they were paying attention. They were like making sure there was not any chance I would see that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a little bit of an awkward situation around the same time with a little movie called Species. Have you seen that movie before? I have not, but I am aware of it because it has a, a female star, right? Yes, it has a female star. I think it's Natasha Henstridge is who was in that, that movie. Sounds, but yeah, okay. I think the the concept of this movie is that she's an alien in human form, and she needs to breed to oh. stay alive. And so the entire movie is her in various states of undress trying to boink people. That's mm. the movie. <laughs> and so I was at the video store one day. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, you know, because we were having like family family video night. Sure. And I said, oh, this looks pretty good. This looks like a pretty creepy movie, Species. I didn't actually read the plot of the movie. <laughs> Just looked like a sci-fi movie. Because, There's, you know, my, my yeah. dad and I, we enjoyed watching like, you know, Terminator and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of like Terminator. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. So I, <laughs> I rented it and we had pizza that night and it was me and dad and mom. I don't know where my sister was, but she wasn't there. It was me, Dad, Mom. We had a little pizza, and we sat down for movie night. Species. This was either 95 or 96. I was, I think, like a sophomore in high school or something like that. And so I sit down, and I'm essentially watching a softcore porn right? with Mom and Dad. Just sitting there, and eventually, we, we probably lasted about 40 minutes into this movie. Because it's like, man, this is a lot of fornication. Like, all right, well, they're going to just, they're not going to do this again. Right, they're not going to do this five minutes movie. later. It's like, no. well, we're just going to get this out of the way, and then Terminator stuff will happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we're. I like that there's a, there's a discussion of the film's plot of, this is just an establishing idea here that <laughs> she likes to have sex, and we've got that out of the way now. So the rest of the time, they will be very demure with... How they portray the sex. They will not show it in graphic detail nine other times. Now you've got me thinking about... Anyway, so let me finish the story. Oh, yeah. So about 40 minutes in, I like fake a stomach ache that I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Because no one's willing to turn this movie off. Why? Why did no one just say, you know what, let's not watch this. This is weird. Let's not... Or or you say, I'll watch it later when you guys... So I I don't know. I go to the toilet. All right? So I'm in there for like 20 minutes because I just... They're still. I, they're like, do you want us to pause it? No, don't pause no, it. No, no, no. Just let keep it. watching. I'm going to the toilet. <laughs> so, so about twenty minutes later, my I just hear a knock on the toilet in the bathroom door. Mm. What are you doing in there? Are you okay? Do you need some tums? No, I don't need any tums. I'm okay. Are you touching yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> go go back to watching the movie. That's the last thing I'm doing. I w- I watch this with you and Dad. <laughs> but it makes I mean I fallen off. I haven't I, touched anything. I understand the logic because she's thinking we watch this movie. There's a lot of sex. Then all of a sudden he's like, I got to go to the bathroom for as normally a long amount of time. Yes, but I. You can understand how someone would see that and go, I wonder what's happening there. Well, but even if I were, what am I going to say to you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes I am. Come back later. 
Now you've got me thinking about what if the plot of Terminator was actually the plot of Species, and instead it was Arnold, like, yeah! Like, just everywhere he goes, he's like, ah! <laughs> what is he t- doing when he's fading that night? I've got the procreate! Ah! I have to make more little Arnolds! <laughs> he just speaks about himself. <laughs> he's just constantly running around. <laughs> It's like, get down, get to the chopper, wrong movie, still happening. He's just plowing the housekeeper. That's why he was doing it. <laughs> I'm getting into the role of species. I've been offered the role. <laughs> like, no, Arnold, we're going to go with a hot lady instead of you. Uh, <laughs> they made sequels to species, by the way. Any of them featured Arnold or no? <laughs> no. Species okay. 2, Species 3, and Species The Awakening. Straight oh. to video. Uh, yeah, I bet it was. Did you guys rent that one too? Uh, actually, you know what? Maybe we'll have mom over this weekend. Mom and dad can come over and <laughs> we can have a marathon. We can watch 2, 3, and well, 4. It'll be a marathon, all right. <laughs> Don't go to the bathroom during that marathon. Are you touching yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would assume that would cure any problems if you were and trying to like, you know, you'd be like, no, nope, you know what? I'm good, mom. Thanks that you yelling at me. We're all done now. She's, she did that a couple times to me. There was one time where I was on my bed. I used to keep a, a baseball and I still do. I have a, I have a baseball. Teddy can attest to this. So can you, even though it's been a while since you've been in here. I have a baseball on my desk. When I get bored, I throw the baseball up in the air. Yes. Teddy, you probably saw me doing this. Yesterday, right? Yes. Just throwing the baseball up in the air. And I've always done that. I've kept a baseball by my bed. And I'll just be bored, laying on my bed, throw a baseball up in the air and catch it. And so I had my door, like, cracked, my bedroom door. And I'm throwing the baseball up in the air. And my my mom opens the door and says, what are you doing in here? Are you touching yourself? And I said, what's the what is the matter with you? She goes, all I hear is something, something slapping against a ball. I don't I don't know what's happening. So I'm throwing a baseball up in the air. Get out of here. I don't do that to you when you're in the room with dad. It is. What are you doing in here? Are you guys fornicating? It's very interesting when parents are aware of all of that and then are overly like they're assuming you're doing it more than you are or that like your brain has gone somewhere. Like I know my mom is occasionally like a. Someone will come on TV, and it'll be a totally innocent commercial, but she's like, what are they trying to insinuate with that? And it's like, they're insinuating you can get two for one at the store? And she's like, two for one? Huh? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, two, buy one, get one free, Mom. I don't know. What are we talking about? Yeah, that's not what they're talking about. They're not talking about a menage. What's going on here? Sometimes they... Nobody you know, just has two for one on melons. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say two for one melons? Ah. I must get to the store. Get to the store! This is so Get dumb. to the Costco! <laughs> I don't have to wear a mask now! <laughs> Alright, you know what? Yeah, Arnold I is I'm a free citizen. Ah. I will fall the gate where I want to, with or without a mask. Oh Lord! It's the worst Arnold impersonation need a ever. License. I'm a traveler. <laughs> worst 
Arnold impersonations ever. Worst ever. Uh, They're impressions, like not impersonations. The cyborg also is worried about the tracker in the vaccine. <laughs> You're not going to track me. I No, I have the worst Arnold impersonation. <laughs> You're like Rich Little compared to mine. Or Frank Caliendo for people born in this century. <laughs> All right. My doctor said I can get it later. <laughs> I'm allergic to eggs. All your favorite fan shows are available when you want them. Head to 971thefan.com and hit that subscribe button. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Here's my hot take for you today. All right. Last night, you know, I like to I like to own physical pieces of music. So I'm just perusing my racks and racks of CDs. Which did I listen to tonight? And I pick something out that I normally do not have in the rotation, but... I was feeling in a mood. Mm-hmm. And so I enjoyed some Nickelback last night. Oh, boy. I did. And let me, tell you, let me tell you something, buddy. Oh, uh, here we go. Here's my hot take for you. Here we go. <laughs> don't, don't give me a here we, no. here we go. No, I want to hear it. I want you here, to just lay here's it out my, there. Lay here's it out my hot take. Yeah. Nickelback's problem is that they just don't know how to edit themselves. That's the problem. Because if you took, like, Nickelback's best 11 songs... You put it on an album, and they released that, and then just went away. Mm-hmm. That was the end of Nickelback, right? This is this is our representation. Sure. You drop that on people. They would be hard rock Beatles. People would look at them and be like, Nickelback, this one album is the best album ever. Ooh. Ooh. The problem, I'm telling you, <laughs> hard I'm rock telling Beatles. you. Look, man, I got some spicy takes when it comes to music, but I don't think I've ever had one that was putting Nickelback and Beatles in the same It's like, sense. man, I wish I got more music from Nickelback. No, you don't. No, mm. you don't. Because now mm. we live we live in the alternate world where we have tons of music by Nickelback. Okay. Most of it is bad. I'm saying if you take their 11 best songs, put it on an album, and that was all you knew of Nickelback... They would be Tool. They would be Maynard James oh, Keenan. Oh, oh, oh. That's what I'm saying oh. to you. Oh, I'm hurting. If, and let me tell you I'm something. I'm leaking. I'm dying. If Keenan no. came out with an album oh. every 18 months oh. like Nickelback did, oh. he'd be Nickelback. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay. First of all, I'm going to give you this little... You know what I'm saying. Olive, no, I have no idea. You what know saying. it. Don't pretend like you, you know what I'm saying. You're going to be branch. too cool for school I'm now. I'm going to give you this olive branch to show you that I am not just a Nickelback hater. I have listened to Nickelback extensively throughout my life on the radio. I had a few of their albums back in the day. Leader of Men, their debut album that was like their major label debut, was a solid rock record. I will give you that. Okay. That said. On their best 11 album that you're talking about, where you take their best 11 songs, you put them on an album, they'd be, as you put it, hard rock Beatles. 
I am exaggerating you, a little bit. Would, it is you, stop it now. would you include the song Photograph? No. Okay. No. By the way, just because it does, just because. I just want to make sure where we're going here. Because if if you were like, no, don't you know me better than that? I don't defend that song. Just because it's played on the radio doesn't mean it's one of their best songs. Well, that's fair. But here's the reality: they have some say over what goes out on the radio, and they have said this is our best. They have told us what they think our best is. I'm not saying that they have good judgment. I'm not even saying they're good musicians. I'm saying you have their 11 best songs on one album. Not Mm -hmm. picked by them. Mm -hmm. Picked by me. Okay. Hard Rock Beatles. Look at this photograph. No. No. Stop it. No. Turn it off. Turn it off. This is awful. Right. I don't want to hear it. What would you Listen. rather have? Tomorrow's oh, Would You Rather, but I'm doing a Would Lord. You Rather oh, for you today. Lord. Would you rather go to an all day, and you cannot heckle him or anything like that. You have to sit there quietly and listen. All day drumming symposium mm-hmm. from Lars. From <laughs> Lars Ulrich. <laughs> all right. Or you have to listen to photograph on a loop. All day. I don't want to. I'll I'll go to a drummer symposium. You'll go really to the fun. drummer I would, symposium. I would enjoy that. Actually, I would really get something out of that because I would love seeing all the other drummers like asking questions. Like, hey Lars, where's your uh, ride symbol? Huh? I don't have one. That's crazy. Who would have known? Oh, you got nine China symbols though. That's great. Okay, like that. That would be fun. I would actually enjoy that. But let me. So you don't like photograph, but you know what my least favorite Nickelback song is that everybody likes. What is yours that they played on the radio? Okay. What is it? Rockstar. Yeah, because they're all the same and they suck. Yeah, I'm just, I don't like this song. This would not be on the 11. I need a big old shower, play baseball. Somebody knows the words. Yeah, because it's annoying. It's been in my ear for decades. I hate this song. Just because I know the song, I mean, I like it. All right. Um, I want to point out, though, for the listeners, mm. many moons ago, I said that Nickelback was Canadian Creed, and you screamed at me and I, said uh, that listen, was horrible comparison. Let's not. How dare you? It is a horrible comparison. And now you're basically saying Nickelback is the Beatles. So no, it's not what I said. And the you know what? I don't, I don't like the way you're spinning this. Not spinning. All I'm right? just saying. I don't like how you're spinning stuff. Now, this this is a spicy take. I had I have a little spicy hot take when it comes to music that I'll lay on you, and I don't what know if it? you'll be able to properly judge it or not, because I don't know if you like this style of music. Are you familiar with Ronnie James Dio? Yes. I'm not familiar with... Dio the band. A ton of that stuff. Okay. Because, see, I, I am a huge fan of Dio, and I contend... That if you go back and listen to it, listen to it. Holy Diver, their Dio's like first album. Teddy, pull up some of this. That stuff. is the best '80s song. That is the best '80s album. It's the, the best, best album to come out of the '80s, the in my best opinion. '80s album, most quintessential what '80s. Made, what album. makes it an '80s album? It sound, every every song on it sounds exactly like the '80s. It's got operatic vocals. It's got like keyboards. It's pull pull, pull up. Uh, Rainbow in the Dark. That to me is like, yes, that sounds like a song where you hear that. You could be in 2250, like uh, hundreds of years from now. You'd hear that song and be like, that is from 1980 something. I don't know what year. It sounds exactly like the 80s. I'm telling you. 
Now, if that's a hot take. If you want to go Nickelback as the Beatles, I mean, that's ridiculous. But I defend my Ronnie James Dio love. Are you still pulling it up? Should I play some more Nickelback while we wait? <laughs> yeah, I've heard this song I mean, before. This is, this is 80s as it gets. Yeah, and I like it. Yeah, I'm saying there's no other album made in the 80s that sounds more 80s all fronts than this album. Well, I don't know about that. I mean... Phil Collins, No Jacket Required, is, like, you put that on the spaceship. Like, what what did the 80s sound like? Phil Collins is going up there. But what I'm saying is, Phil Collins has a lot of 80s vibe, clearly, because it was in the 80s. I'm saying, these vocals only occurred in the 80s. These theatrical, operatic, metal lyrics, that's what the 80s, that's a big part of the 80s. It has that, it has keyboards. It's clearly got the rock vibe. It's got some solos in it. But you get a little bit of everything in this album, I'm telling you. Ultimate well, I, I 80s album. Yeah, Ulti- I, I'm not saying it's the best album from the 80s. That's a different conversation. I'm saying it's the ultimate expression of the 80s. Yeah, right I, I, can, I can. I see what you're saying. I don't yeah. think this vocal is exclusive to the 80s, though. I mean, Zeppelin was doing vocals like this in the 70s. Yes. And that's why they're all doing this in the 80s, because they're copying zeppelin zeppelin wishes they were as good as ryan james oh now see now you that's all i'm saying (laughs) you know what a hot take like that deserves what's that deserve some more nickelback oh god (laughs) feeling way too damn good you want to make some love in the shower this also wouldn't be one of the 11 thank god you've heard leader of men like, that album, there's a couple songs on there that I'm like, all right, I get where this could have been a much better band. And then everything else, they were like, no, but you no go back, do, the, do the photograph song, like, do that type no, of song uh, all the time. And it's like, yeah, I don't need that. You go back and listen to, like, Too Bad. That's a good song, Too Bad. Is it? I don't... Yeah, it's a good song. Okay. I have Too Bad for you. You want to hear it? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What's the difference? We've ruined this segment. Yeah, play it. I want to hear it. Let's go. Any song where they start out on a walkie-talkie, my song. Their producer, but like, you know what we need here. <laughs> we need a walkie-talkie. It's like I'm trying to figure out this song. Hang on, I'm long haul trucking. Let me get on my CB radio. a song to make Come everybody on. jump around. Yes. Yeah, it's fine. Well, what are we it's, talking about here? No, but it's not rock. Like, rock is not made to make you jump around. It's made to make you break things. Break and, and, stuff. And, and you know what? That's yeah. stupid. That's a stupid take. <laughs> it's not a stupid take. Every other rock band coming up was like, you know, I'm going to do this amp. I'm going to throw my guitar at it. Yeah. By the way, Jen, our uh, resident I don't, don't want to hear from Jen. She said, please make sure Common Man Radio gets home safely. Anyone who calls Nickelback hard rock Beatles is clearly not well and needs right, well, help. You know what? Jen knows what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't want to hear from you or Jen. Matt says, make Common Man stop. No more. Hashtag tool rules. So you've offended tool fans and Beatles fans with one spicy take. Oh, I'm not saying tool doesn't rule. Pretty, uh, I'm saying that Keenan knows how to edit himself. He has the common sense to edit. Does it feel good to get misunderstood on your point and then hammered for it for a long time? 
That's I I don't know what that feels like. I've never had that happen here. <laughs> what, do we, what did I tease here? I don't All right, know. Walkie Buckeye talkie songs. No, Buckeye okay. football. Teddy was that, that's a good song, right? Ted, come on. Too bad. Good. I heard you. I saw you grooving over there. Oh, I love it. Yeah. All right, thank you. <laughs> now, now Ted's reviews mean something. When you ask him, like, hey, does this movie suck? He's like, no, I thought it was all right. You're like, oh, Ted, go to hell. <laughs> like everything. Need him for Nickelback, though. Now it's like, oh, Ted, the, the rock god, Ted is here to save us with his hot I said I was playing the song. I look over and I see Ted mouthing the words. That's good. He clearly enjoys. I, again, I'm not disparaging you if you like Nickelback. You are, indeed, saying, you are indeed doing that. Someone in this studio said they could have been hard rock Beatles if just a few little you, tweaks. First of all... You know what I'm saying. And it's not just a few little tweaks. It'd be like removing the whole band, replacing them with better people. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree on that. I'm gonna you're gonna grow out your hair and perm it like Chad Kroger. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna make you perm your hair. Let him live, by the way. I don't that dude is worth a gajillion dollars. What do you think his net worth is? Because he writes songs like Photograph, Let Him Live. I'm gonna say seventy five million dollars. Made a lot of money. Nickelback, very popular. I would assume he's made a good amount of that. He's like Ed the most Kroger notable member of that band. Net worth. You know, you're 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 right on eighty million. You're right on. Yeah. Let him live. Well, I got the Canadian conversion wrong. He That's cut off his, his perm. That's not good. Oh, he did. You just have to embrace it. He cut off the hair. Yeah, he's got short hair now. Looks like he frosts tips, which is totally on brand. But <laughs> yeah, you got to leave that long. Yeah, you got to leave it long. Embrace yeah. it. Embrace it. That's who you are. Like Kenny G's not cutting his hair, right? Kenny imagine, G knows who he is. Imagine if Kenny G did do that and then became like an EDM guy and was just like, "I do raves now. No more smooth jazz." I'd respect the. I'd respect the move. Head to 971thefan.com to listen on demand and subscribe to all our podcasts. Wasting time has never been easier. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire Care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed. With arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. I just saw this on the gram. I will ask you the question. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but think about it for a second. What is the best opening lyric in a song? Oh, man. Is there one uh, that sticks out at you? <laughs> yes, but it's one no one will know because I grew up not listening to popular music. I listened to Christian music. Well, but... mine is sort of obscure, too. It's something that I just repeat to myself over and over again. So give me the obscure reference. Oh, it's just <laughs> there's a song by Stephen Curtis Chapman called The Greatest, The Great Adventure. And this guy was like a Christian musician who occasionally his songs had to have like a theme. Like one of the songs was called king of the jungle and it was all like bongos and congas and stuff like that it was it was not great was it a, but, was did he also do a 14 minute ballad about <laughs> jfk getting shot <laughs> no. <laughs> no but this one stephen curtis chapman the great adventure 
the line is he just it just starts with him going saddle up your horses and then the whole song is about like we got a trail to blaze through the wild blue yonder of god's amazing grace and it just like goes on about this horse and cowboy reference to christian music somehow all right but anyway saddle up your horses is saddle up your horses is my line i'm going with yes i'm going with soul asylums somebody to shove sometimes i'll just be sitting in the house and i'll just say to myself grandfather watches the grandfather clock yeah, okay. that's the first that's the first line of the song, and I don't know why that has just stuck with me. But grandfather watches the grandfather clock. Is it uh, is basket case from Green Day? Is that the one? No. What's the one that starts off with "Do you have the time to listen to me whine about everything and nothing at all"? Like I, mean, that, I, I don't, that I don't one, remember the name of the song, but, but that song, yeah, that's a great opening line, I would say, and then it, it goes from there. Yeah. Teddy, do you have a favorite opening song line? I actually uh, was just thinking of this song here. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> yeah. This is my last resort. That's strong. Because I've watched a lot of these behind-the-scenes shows about the NASA missions and stuff like that. So when they're preparing Perseverance, yes. and it's years of research and all these people getting together, they would play that song for inspiration. Like, how do we get this thing to land? Stop Not it. destroy itself. Why would They'd they say, play I don't that? know, let's do look to the roach. Let's look to the Papa Roach. <laughs> They did not do that, and I wish they, they would have. No, no, they did not. Although I like, I I enjoy just the fact that their entire plan was involved in part on what they called a sky crane. Like the fact that they were like, "Well, no, we're going to invent a sky crane." They're like, "What's that?" It's like, "Well, it's a parachute of a larger object that's just going to like lower down a smaller object softly." Like that was the most technical thing they had. Not like. Well, we're just going to have our big spacecraft land and then this thing will roll out. It's like, no, let's they it seems like there were added degrees of difficulty in this and I applaud them for that. I think that's good. I think the Mars Perseverance people did a good job. That's my analysis of the situation. That's, that's your call. Good job. <laughs> Mars yeah, that's my people. hot take on Mars Perseverance rover. Good job, everyone. By the way, our our listeners are great. Mm-hmm. You put the question out a little bit earlier about what kind of merchandise would you like to see in the new fan store? And uh, Jen, one of our regular listeners, said she would like to see a flask that involves. Ooh, like, I would like to see it. that too, because you know sometimes just to get through this show, yes, you you need some assistance for sure. Well, then she now she's because I then I just I saw that tweet and I just tweeted to Sticker Brad, and then now they are in communication on Twitter. And Fawn has also waited, another one of our great listeners, and she says, I love this idea, so that's got some legs to it now. But now Jen has replied and said, oh, and we also need shot glasses and some sort of tumbler thing to hold cold beverages. I would buy all of that. So like a drink cart of fan stuff. I don't. Right, I got one. I got why one. Why have we not done this already? We've done this in the past where we have corporate partnerships, right? We, we did it with Land Grant where you and I got to make our own beer. Which was yes, fun, we did. That right? was great. Yep. We did it with homage. We made our own T-shirts, you know, and that that was fun. What's a company that spends money with the radio station? You know, that advertises with the radio station. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll answer the question for there's you because there's like there's lots of them. But one of our primary customers, and we appreciate their business, is the Lions Den. Uh-huh. So how about Ooh. an officially licensed? Common man and T Bone, what? Dilda Rooney. 
know. <laughs> we can uh, we could either cast. Well, no one would like a cast of our no, likeness. No, God, no. No what one has happened. No one would want that. I have just died. On this airwaves, on these airwaves you're listening to, I am dead. What you are now hearing is the remainder of my soul as it is making its way out of my body because I have died just now laughing of that. I don't so. know why you take a word and you put like uni at the end and it's not as harsh, I think. <laughs> no, I think it still is. I think it's still- <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm saying. I'll, I'll tell we, you. They we didn't put do that either. in the store. That's selling. <laughs> No, it's not. It's selling. By the way, did you know now that you're on that subject, did you know that the band Rammstein actually did what you're talking about? No, the, I did uh, not know that. You there was a I don't remember which album it was, but what happened was they they had put out an album and one of the videos on the album was pretty much pornographic. Like it it was not it was not like insinuated at all what was happening. It was very graphic. And they then put out an entire uh, box set that you could Mm -hmm. buy of that album and some of their other work. When you bought that, there was a special gift that came with it. And it included um, those of all of the members of the band. That's pretty good. You can't get a better connection to someone than that, right? I mean, you listen to us every single day, three hours a day. A lot of you degenerates are listening that long every single day. And we appreciate you. And I think the way to show that appreciation is a phallic cast of me and Bone no, coming no, to your house. No, 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 no. That's not. I'm just, I am pointing out that as original as you thought that idea may have been, that has been done by like bands and things like that. Um, what's really interesting now is the fan store. Like everyone is tweeting about the idea that we tweeted. No one is yet tweeting about this idea, but the fan official account has just said, tweet us and sticker Brad your dream items for the fan store. So please, just to mess with sticker Brad, please ask him for this on Twitter just to screw with him because he mm-hmm. may not be listening to the station right now. And that would actually He's be really listening. funny for us. You think he is? He's listening. He's busy. He's already working on getting all now, this other stuff. He, he's already started the GoFundMe for the Dilda Rooney. <laughs> he's working on it. <laughs> but, by the way, to go back to a question you asked me earlier, just to move on from that, uh, Chet responded I'm gonna to I'm going to keep the, coming back to it my, all Oh, I show bet you are. I because bet I you can are. feel your uncomfortableness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep going back. <laughs> T-Bone is sponsored by Hinderer Motorsports. Catch the stupidity weekdays from 3 to 6. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. I want to take some time out, recognize a very special person out there who turned 80 years young today. And that is legendary musician, poet, uh, bourbon guy, Bob Dylan. Hmm. Happy yeah. birthday, Bob. 
Yeah, happy birthday to him. You know, you said 80 years old. 80 years that? old. You All may right. know Bob from, you know, Like a Rolling Stone or Mr. Tambourine Man. But what I know him from and what I think is his best work ever is the 17-minute opus about JFK's assassination. Teddy, can you play us some of that? Maybe we'll play all 17 minutes. I'd hate to cut it. I agree. You know, because it was a sad day in America. It's about, it's about to start. Dark day in Dallas, mm-hmm. November 63. <laughs> the day that will live on in infamy. Please, it's 63. <laughs> President Kennedy was a right line. Good day to be living and a good day to die. Mm, probably not a good day to die. Why do people say that? You see, wait a minute, boys. You know who I am. Of course we do. We know who you are. <laughs> this is a Joe West song. <laughs> no, it, it's not only. A, here's the thing. All right. I don't want to pause it on his birthday, but can here's the thing. Shut down like a dog in broad daylight. It it does feel like he walked in there and they were like, do you have a song ready? He's like, I got a song. And they're like, are you sure, Bob Dylan? He's like, I'm Bob Dylan. I have a song. Trust me. And they started playing the music and he's just like, JFK something. He died and was hot. Just like didn't really plan it out very well, in my opinion. There is a, there is a point. And Bob Dylan has reached this point where you go into the studio. There is not a producer on earth that's going to get in Bob Dylan's headphones and say, Bob, I got to tell you, that song, song sucked, buddy. That just wasn't yeah, very good. Why Why is that? I, I don't why? know why. Cause why is that? People have reached such stratospheric levels. They don't feel like they can be told that something is bad. I, I don't know. Yeah, but I I can't listen to this, Ted. I know I said we were going to do 17 minutes the of this. The thing is, like, honestly, I would want someone to tell me if this is what it sounded like. we got 15 minutes left, okay? <laughs> Can you get the radio edit, Ted? Can we play that next time? Somebody just sent me a message saying July 15th is going to be your version of this song. That's correct. When we do a three-hour show about nothing, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I uh, that's great. All right, so Bob Dylan, happy birthday! I, I don't want to talk do bad about. Don't him do on that his anymore. Actually, no. you know what? Keep doing do that because it's, it's funny. Who's you know what? At this point, who's it hurting? Like we choose to play it, but if 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 you don't want to listen to Bob Dylan, do that. Then don't. The beautiful thing about life is you can just never listen to him ever if you want to. That's. That's how that works. Or you can go listen to the songs that you like of his over and over and over again. Or you can listen to that and and also That's stick the needles in your eyes. That's the we have with our naked calendar that we're about to release. That's right. Where it's like, don't hey, man, look at it. You don't want to see, see it naked. Don't look at it. Mm-hmm. But for everybody else who does want to see it, buckle up. The motto when we were shooting that calendar is it ain't going to flip itself. Mm-hmm. The calendar's not going to flip itself. Flip. You, know, you Flip. You have to flip it over. To, so each month, you consciously are like, take that pin out of the wall, pull this picture. Up. Oh, God. Oh, and then it's put March. The pin it's back all in. Ted. All Ted in March. <laughs> Ted's Mr. March. <laughs> That's Hung right. like a rhino. Mm. 
that's the title of ted's solo album is that hung like a rhino uh-huh yeah republican in name only i know what you mean not the animal gotcha rhino arnold schwarzenegger yep wow wow <laughs> stalls have gotten his shot I don't want the Padres to make the playoffs. Ah. He can't. He can't win the million dollars on Wednesday. <laughs> no, he can't. Him and LeBron James not getting vaccinated. Apparently. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Why not? There's a lot of things we got to discuss. The best of Common Man and T Bone. I'm excited for you to rip all, open your shirt live on TV. Have a viral moment. Scotty Vegas came and dropped off a new quarter zip for me to wear, which maybe they thought there's what a size. Is it small <laughs> youth small? <laughs> Scotty Vegas shows up yesterday, right? Because mm-hmm. it's picture day. And I appreciate this. He gave us a new shirt to wear for picture day. If right. we wanted to. Okay. So he was optimistic on the size. Yesterday morning. I sent him a message and I said, Hey man, if you want me to wear a fan polo, during these pictures, I need one. All right. And I need an XL. So he said, all right, I'll drive. I'll come by the radio station this afternoon, drop off an XL. So he was here yesterday, hands me a large. I said, this is a large. Yeah, but they run big. I'm, I'm wearing a large. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm fatter than you. I, <laughs> I need an XL. No, man, they run big. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, not going to cause trouble. Took the large. Had Kristen do a load of laundry last night, even though she was tired. I mean, I know where the laundry machine is, but I'm not doing it. I like so, that you. I like that you wash the new shirt because I. I can't wear a dirty shirt. It's not dirty. It's brand new. No, it's not brand new. It's been in Scott's trunk. It's not clean. I need something <laughs> with soap on it, Bone. Something that was washed in soap. Anyway, I, I am team don't wear. I my wife is the same way. She washes new clothes. I'm like I, no, no. I cannot I wear. wear new. I cannot wear clothes unless they've been washed in soap. Anyway, all right. So this morning, put on the shirt. Too small. Not a little small. No. Like full boob parade. Mm. Jiggly boobs. Can't even move my arms. I was swearing to him, even though he wasn't there. <laughs> Scotty Vegas. <laughs> So I didn't wear it today. Just a plain black polo shirt. Yeah. And then today he comes in, oh, I got XLs for you. That's dirty. I'm not wearing it. <laughs> I asked Scotty Vegas for nothing. I asked him for an XL. I'll ask him for something else in a year. They gave us, they did give us a lot of instructions today. They said, come TV ready. It's like, well, then you're going to need different hosts. Because neither of us are really prepared for yeah, TV. What is it? Are you going to give us some lipo before, yeah. before the pictures today? Yeah, I need hair. They said they got hair and makeup. I wanted to walk in there and be like, do you have extra? <laughs> can you put can some, I, hair can you put some up me, there? I need hair. I am a bald, fat ginger who planned on being on the radio, and now all they want to do is throw me on TV. I brought my own hair in a bag. Yeah. From all my clippings when I was a kid. Can you glue this back on my head? And for people who say, well, why are you complaining that you're on television? That's a nice thing to be asked. It is a very nice thing to be asked. You know what Mike does when he's asked? He has the good sense to say no. I have not developed that yet. This is me venting about the fact that I don't know how to say no. Because you got to learn how to say no. When you're taught in, what are you taught in this business, though? Get to the chair. Someone asks you to do something. No, you no. got to jump in and you're take not, the opportunity. You're not trying to build your career. You're right. You're I know that. in your career. But I'm trying to be a good uh, no, teammate. You, I'm trying to be problem. a teammate. No, here. you're you're too much of a people pleaser. You have to get to the point where you just stop caring. I got to that point a long time ago where I just stopped caring about other people. Yeah. 
I just spit true. in people's faces. Actually, I'm more polite about it than I let on. What Every time I'm asked to come on TV, I always have the same line. Which is? I'll leave that to you beautiful people. Mm. Okay. All right, that Fair. way it's not a hard no, but I've said that a couple times to them, then they get the hint, stop asking. You know, so, yeah. you know, they may talk about me behind my back. That's fine. I talk about them behind their back. What a life. But I, I try and be, what a life. I try and be polite. <laughs> I'll leave it to you beautiful people. <laughs> no, but you know, here's the dumb thing my brain does. They're like, well, they're asking you to be on TV. It must not be as bad as you think. And then I go back and watch some of the video after it's all over and I go, holy no, it's God. it's as bad as you think. It's worse than I thought. Yes, well, that's because. What possessed them to ask me? Because they're desperate for help. I guess. they. The more you're on, the less they have to talk. Yeah. I think that's They're right. They're like, oh, this guy, he talks for a well, living every I, single day. I'll, bur- I'll burn up innings for you. I'll go burn innings. That's no problem. I'm a middle reliever when it comes to TV. Throw me on there. I'll talk for three or four minutes. No problem. Start ahead of Dylan Bundy pukes on the mound. <laughs> T-Bone comes in. <laughs> I'm bringing first guy just hurled all over the place. I am working completely under the influence of goo. I bring all the goo when I go on because I'm eating innings and I need my sticky stuff. All right. So don't tell me, Joe West, that I can't bring it on there. They inspect your glove. What is this, sir? It's a taquito. <laughs> this I is, got hungry. This is Twinkie residue. It's not even that sticky. It's just greasy. Well, it's what I have. It's not for advantage. I'm just, I'm no, just, eating, I'm just a, hungry. eating a Twinkie. Just nervous. I got anxiety over this. You kidding me? Come on. News, opinions, and insight. All before breakfast. Rise and shine with morning juice. Weekdays starting at 6. The Fan. Ohio's sports destination. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance, and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprise! Prizes suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. I have to point something out. I am not usually the type of guy to throw someone under the bus. And I guess I'm not doing that here because I don't know who I'm throwing under the bus. But I have a smeared booger on this desk right here. (laughs) There is a smeared (laughs) booger right here. Where? Right here. Oh. Are you, can you see it? Um, I it's sort of dry. Oh. Oh. But one of the hosts here picked their nose, mm-hmm. smeared their booger mm. on the desk. Mm. First of all, that's uncivilized. You flick if you're going to do anything. And yeah. if it's too smeary to flick, then you wipe it on yourself. You take a bullet for the team. Mm-hmm. You don't just wipe your smeary booger on the desk where you know other people are going to sit. This is not your personal desk. So this is either Rothman's smeary booger. Who was in for uh, Laurenitis today? He's on vacation. Who was sitting here? I don't know who was sitting here. I didn't hear. Well, whoever the hell was in for him could be his smeary booger. Could have been Brandon Beam from the morning well, show. He was out today. He was in vacation? for him. I don't know. We're going to be working here. <laughs> hey, I was working on Memorial Day where everybody else was sitting at home. Could, so have, been, hear it. could have been Tim Hall's booger from last night. I have no idea. I'm telling could you, be. I wasn't here yesterday. When I left yesterday, this desk was booger free. No smeary boogers. His desk was Booger McFarland free yesterday. For people who don't understand the science, by the way, if you smear a booger on a desk, I can see it, so it exists. If you have a booger and you flick it into the air, it lands 
in in space. It, it evaporates. It doesn't, it doesn't land anywhere. Right. It's right. like a piece of space it's junk gone. going through the atmosphere. It burns up. Doesn't Completely exist. Gone. Yeah, it can't re-enter the like the, the air through the floor. Like it can't do that. It's it's gone. Period. Gone. End of story. We never see it again. So I'm yeah. going to scrape this thing up and I'm going to DNA test it. I'm going to figure out whose booger this is. <laughs> Then we're going to have a big booger unveiling party on the show one day. Yeah. <laughs> you should go buy a 23. That's a thing. You could just buy a 23 and me kit and just send it off and be like, I just want to know who this is. You don't have to do all Sir, your other ancestry stuff. We just stuff. wanted you to spit in the little vial. We oh, didn't here's need a booger. boogers. That's what I've got. We're not equipped to test boogers, sir. Yes, you are. Well, then call up the other people, the poop in a box people. Call them. Again, their their job is to study poo. Again, Not boogers. Well, you just say, I don't have a big sample here. I have this little bit. Can you, it's all just sample it. Right, let's take guesses. Who do you think it is, Teddy? You tell me who you think the booger is. I'm going to tell you who I think it is. I don't think it's Rothman. It's got to be Rothman or Timmy, right? So, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going with, well, I could see Rothman doing it and not thinking. I don't think anybody, I will say this, I don't think any of our hosts consciously were like, I have a booger yeah. on my finger, what do I do with it? Wipe it on the desk. Yeah, I think maybe somebody, sneezed or something. Well, you know? I think someone may have, talking, you know, you rub your nose, you itch your nose, you don't know that something got in on there. All right, Shark, your hand was, Shark was in for Beamer this morning. Okay, or Shark. Could okay. be Shark. Yeah, could, could be. But I'm saying it's inadvertent. <laughs> it's inadvertent yeah. is where I'm well, going. I don't, I don't care if it's inadvertent or not. I get it, but I'm just pointing out. I think that matters to some degree. Because if you're doing it on purpose, that's just being a bad teammate. If it is an accident, it's an accident. Just don't do it again. This looks a little bit too dried to... If it's Rothman was too soon. If it's Rothman's booger, it was a noon hour booger. Yeah, it was early okay. in the show. This, was, this wasn't a, a 245 booger. Here's the thing. Because Rothman and Ice are both in here. Yeah. So I don't know if Rothman would have smeared a booger well, that is true. with someone sitting right, right across from you because you'd be Ice, more conscious Matty of everything. Matty Ice would be disgusted by that. Yes, of course. And he would call out Rothman on his booger usage. Now, Shark was in here by himself. He was. Timmy was not because Matt Andrews was in here last Matt night. Matt Andrews would never tolerate no, Matt Andrews booger smeared. You him. know what? Tim's Killed a lot of things. I don't think he's a booger smeared. No, no. I think it's. Uh, it might have been Shark. My, that's I'm, we're just we're just going where the evidence leads, Mike. We're not doing anything. I have tried and convicted him. <laughs> Shark is guilty. Go to Actually, jail. It was an accident. Just an accident. That's all. All right. There might have been just one random person who ran in here, smeared a booger, and was like, "Yay!" and then ran out. They're like, "Don't ever catch me!" And then you're like, "God, uh, now we're just smearing." They Shark. think I'm in Florida. We're sp- <laughs> I'm in here smearing boogers. Rimmer flew in just to do it. He's like, Jeff Rimmer here for booger smearing. You know what? Rimmer is the type of guy that would do something like that and be like, oh, Michael, get the joke. And it's like, no, Mike didn't get Maybe the joke. Maybe Leanna smeared the booger. That'd yes. be the perfect cover. Could have been. She always pretends like she never leaves she's- her little three block radius in Motown. She always, She's always mad at when we talk about gross things. Maybe that's her cover. I say that she, yeah, she did it. She yeah. looks like a wiper to me. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Some sad news today, Bone. Our buddy Adnan Verk is wow. out of a job. That's right. Oh, no. The WWE saying that they and Adnan Verk have decided to mutually part ways. I'm sure, sure. it was very mutual. Uh, he lasted seven shows. I looked this up. He was named the new play-by-play voice of Monday Night Raw not too long ago, less than two months ago. He lasted seven shows 
and now he's dead. Who could have seen this coming? Oh, except maybe the people who said we don't get why Adnan Burke is popular. But there's there's a segment of the population that thinks that Adnan Verk is a good broadcaster. Don't feel bad for him, by the way, because even though he doesn't have the WWE gig anymore, he's still employed by MLB Network. He has a job with, like, Dan Lebetard's new company with John Skipper. He's involved yeah, in yeah. that. There are people bending over backwards to give Marble Mouth a, a job. I don't know why. I, I think wanna... he's terrible. Here's the thing. I don't think he's very good when it comes to... Speaking? Relaying... Well, re- <laughs> <laughs> everything he says and i know we do our wow 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 Verk thing but the thing he does is he will read something that he knows what it says because he can read it like most people very quickly in his head but then he speaks it at the same speed and just cuts out all the words that actually tell the rest of us what's going on i i have i've seen this in radio mike i have been guilty of doing this in radio i know you have too occasionally where trying to get through something, you're reading something, and yourself. you stumble over some words. I'm a wordsmith. Well, I'm just saying, Adnan Verk on television, wow. when he's reading from a prompter, <laughs> wow. yeah. there's a lot of like, and you're like, wait, what What did they do? They cut somebody? The Knicks cut someone? Who did they cut? They're, was that a center? I didn't hear what he said. I don't know. Like, it's It's very difficult when he's doing that. But I thought maybe with wrestling, if he's like some giant fanboy, Maybe he would be really good at this and has like a secret talent we didn't know. Turns out, no, he was also not good at this, uh, including last night where I believe there was a moment where I don't know which wrestler it was, was walking back up the ramp wow. and they, they set off the pyro because someone did wow. something to set off the pyro and it's supposed to, you know, the, the wrestler fell back and rolled over a couple times and Adnan Verk was like, wow, what an amazing explosion. And it's like, <laughs> why are you doing that? We saw it with our eyes, Adnan Verk. You don't have to say it was an amazing explosion. We saw it was an amazing explosion. We have, we have some audio from that. Would you like to hear it? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go. Yeah. I'm glad you wanted to have that raffle. I saw the Fusha one that we got past number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about what I get when I hear Adnan Verk. I don't understand why he has to talk in the jock mouth all the time. All right. Well, Adnan Verk, seven shows is what he lasted. I don't know who's doing it now. They can just double dip, double dip with Michael Cole again. Put him. I heard. I heard they're bringing in um, someone completely unrelated, but they wanted to bring him in because they thought he would also be fun to listen to. Former Governor of California Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. is coming in to do. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it Arnold or is it vaccine hesitant? It's, it's Arnold. vaccine hesitant Arnold. Okay. So he's. He's trying to stay away from I would love to hear vaccine-hesitant Arnold and then DeWine as his color oh. guy, and DeWine <laughs> is trying to convince him of the vaccine. <laughs> I don't know how that would go. Um, but I'm going to say it starts off with Arnold saying something like, Today we are at the strap match. It's a Tennessee strap match for the strap. You understand? Get to the chopper and don't get the vaccine. <laughs> Uh, now, tonight, we are going to give a million dollars away to someone who has stuck this in their arm. No, it's not me. I will not win a million dollars. You can't convince me of it. And who then he is just, your daddy, and what does he do? And he bites his head off. Who does? Arnold DeWine. bites DeWine. No, DeWine. <laughs> DeWine. He's like, I won the Battle of the Governors. Hello. You didn't expect it, did you? That I'm was actually part mantis. 
Is that... It, don't the mantises, when they when Actually, they it's the female mate, that bites the head I was off of say, the male. When they mate... Fran bit my head off last night during lovemaking. The Fan Guest Hotline is sponsored by Uptown Heating and Cooling and Bryant. Doing whatever it takes to keep you and your home comfortable. The Fan... Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave, like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, there are other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer than to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. right now. I don't, 
I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.